there, fellow watchers. It's that time of the week again, Born to Watch. Amongst the stacked year that was 1994, there was a movie released to almost zero acclaim. An adaptation of a Stephen King short story, a first-time feature director, and a cast to die for. After the initial stumble, The Shawshank Redemption has certainly reached the summit of movies. Essentially a spiritual male love story set against the backdrop of a prison break. The premise is by no means earth-shattering, but if you've watched it, which I hope you all have, you would understand the beauty in its simplicity. Now it's time to start living, so let's tunnel our way into the panic room and meet tonight's convicts. G-Man, welcome. Good evening, boys. Great to be back. Yeah, 94, fast becoming one of our go-to years again. Yeah. We've got uh, a few of them now, don't we? Dumb and Dumber, uh, Speed. Yeah. it's And we were not finished yet. No. There's quite a few more in there. More to come. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, Shawshank, what a great movie. Yeah. It's, uh, interesting rewatch. It's a very interesting rewatch. Yeah, it was a good one. Damo, uh, out of the hospital bed and, and into the panic room. How are you, mate? I'm Okay. How are you going? <laughs> Just okay. So yeah, if we if right. we were if you were ranking yourself on the rank bank, how many Mikmars semi cripples would you give yourself? <laughs> I'd be about five. Five. Yeah. Five out of ten. Five out of ten, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, but yeah, no, look, I've brought in a special treat today. I've brought in some delousing powder. Oof. So after when we have our showers, <laughs> we're gonna do a fire hose shower. Nice. And you we're going to do. You just throw the. And the then powder. throw that yeah. shit all over you. Is, and it, go home squeaky clean. Is that stuff not the scariest thing about oh, the prison? The, 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 day one, fire hose and then that shit thrown all Mate, over Mate, you. You, you get that shit in your eyes. It can't be <laughs> yeah, good. But do you remember back in the day? I don't know. My dad used to have a shower and then he'd talc and powder himself up everywhere. Mate, I was a huge talc guy for golf. <laughs> I used to wear bike pants under my shorts and I'd put a heap of talc in the uh, crutch wow. and I'd pinch the bottom and it would. Poof! At all of like in my Look, lounge room, look spectacular. In my lounge room, it was a fine dusting of talcum powder. <laughs> what was your go-to talc? Was it Menen or? Oh no, it was oh. it was it was Johnson's. But Johnson's. Then, but then the uh, yeah, but the issue call. then became was, well, it's carcinogenic, and I've been putting this talcum powder down in my cags for ten years. <laughs> They're gonna fall off at some stage. Yeah, well, I oh, know they will. But the, yeah, because I think no one uses talcum powder anymore, do they? No, you don't. You don't. It used to be a staple in everyone's oh, yeah. bathroom, right? You used to see it everywhere. Now you don't see it at all. Yeah, because no. the fear of the of the cancer. I think it is. I reckon probably five years ago, I went to my father in law's and he just got out of the shower, fully talked up, walking outside in his thongs and talc shit everywhere. It's like, my God, people still do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. In, when we get to film school for Fwits, uh, we'll talk about a movie where there's an alternative. Ooh. Shit. Yeah, I don't know what the go-to is now. Uh, is there a replacement for talc or are you just Nothing supposed to Nothing can replace it. Nothing, Nothing can replace it. No. Nothing can replace it. Okay, so boys, uh, as we said, 1994 movie, 29 years old. It's probably not a movie that is, I would assume, is in people's rotations for often because it's, it's you know, two and a half hours and it's a heavy watch. Still, I'm going to set it at 20. I'd be interested to hear how we go here. I'm, I'm just sorry for everyone. I can just see Damo already sniggering in the background there. And those watching on the YouTube channel will have seen the subtle snicker from uh, Damo. And we'll start with you, mate. Uh, over or under 20? I'm under. Okay. And, and by many? Uh, by 15. Okay. <laughs> five? So, just, so I'm on five. Just. Hang on, that's 30. Yeah. And that's I, 30 in Damo years. I reckon in the last 
maybe four years I've watched this three times. Wow, that's big. Yeah. Yep. That's super big. So, Do you remember your first time you saw it? I don't remember it, but I remember I, I really enjoyed it. But it wasn't at the movies. It, no. It was definitely a, a video or a DVD. Yeah, absolutely. Not sure where. What about you, G, man? Over or under 20? I'm under 20. I, I would think somewhere between 10 and 15. As you said, it's a it's a great movie, but it's it's a long one and it's and it's a heavy watch. It's not something you just put on for a bit of lighthearted entertainment. Yeah. But uh, it is a powerful movie. Um, you know, so once you've once you've watched it, you know what you're in for. But it's a it's a really good story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I I'm the same. I I don't think I saw this at the cinema. So look, because it didn't do so well, right? Well, it, like, was, oh, it was shit. It was under the radar. It was under the radar until until it got all the Oscar noms. Yes. And then once it got that, you know, there, there's a bit of bit of uh, heat behind it. But I can't remember going to see it straight away. But it certainly was that everybody started talking about it, and that's when we got you know tipped into seeing it. Yeah. And yep. I'm pretty sure you tipped me into it. I don't think there was a real marketing budget for it. I don't think it got advertised that well. No, it it I don't. I don't think. I don't think it did, exactly. I don't think it did either. Look, I'm. I think I'd be on the knocker. I think I'd be on about twenty. Uh, it was in the video collection, DVD collection. I don't think I've got this on Blu-ray, but I do have it. So it is on Plex. So it does get watched. I, I'd probably watch this once every couple of years. I would think. It's hard not to not watch it because it's on. Netflix, it's on Foxtel, it's everywhere. Yeah. You sort of turn there, you can watch it. Well, that's one of the things I've seen it. I've seen it a few times because you, it turns on. So you may not have seen the whole thing, but if it turns on in the first sure. part of the movie. Yeah. Accounts, you're watching. Yeah. Well, you are, you, but you're into it. And you go, yeah. oh, great movie. I'm going to watch that for a little while. Absolutely, it, it sucks you in. Absolutely. Now let's listen to the trailer, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard all the evidence. I submit that this was not a hot-blooded crime of passion. Consider this. A revolver holds six bullets, not eight. That means that he fired the gun empty and then stopped to reload. By the power vested in me by the state of Maine, I hereby order you to serve two life sentences back to back. One for each of your victims. So be it. Send you here for life? That's exactly what they take. I believe in two things. Discipline. Help me, Dad! In the Bible. Here you receive both. Andy came to Shawshank Prison in 1947. Why'd you do it? I didn't, since you asked. <laughs> you can fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. He had a quiet way about him. A walk talk that just wasn't normal around here. There are places in the world that aren't made out of stone. There's something inside they can't touch. What are you talking about? Hope. Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Damn it, you friend, you're putting me behind. Hope can drive a man insane. You better be sick or dead in there, I kid you not. You better get used to that idea. Oh, my holy God. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. That's damn right.
Well, there we go. A great trailer, actually. Just gives us a little bit of an insight into what we're going to expect behind the walls of Shawshank. G-Man, why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie? With the tagline, fear can hold you prisoner, hope can set you free. Morgan Freeman plays Red, a prisoner lifer who knows how to cope with the loneliness of Shawshank State Prison. Tim Robbins plays new inmate Andy, a quiet banker wrongfully convicted of murder and whose indomitable spirit will earn Red's respect and friendship. Andy's resourcefulness brings hope and change to the entire prison. He's full of surprises and saves the best to last, leading to one of the most satisfying finales in movie history. You went and saved the best for for last. last. Uh, It's an excellent finale. That Uh, last 20 minutes is incredible. Yeah. Very, very good. Really good. They when they close the story off, you know. Yeah. So it, uh, it can we can we up. please call it by what we call it in um, Born to Watch terms? Denouement. It is the denouement. It's it's well worth it. The final scenes, the denouement, yeah. denouement. the payoff, the it payoff just ties everything together. Yeah, it's beautiful. Critical thinking. Now here we go. The number one movie on IMDb with a rating of nine point three out of ten. With over 2.8 million reviews, it sits perched well ahead of the rest. It's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. 2.8 million reviews. It's a lot of reviews. That is crazy. It is certified fresh on the tomato meter, 91%. A 98% audience score. Yeah, no doubt. Okay, couple reviews. Got a good review here from Dave Kerr. What? Oh, oh Wayne. He's yeah, Wayne's taken a day off from being well, Wayne. Shawshank could be a real hard one. You'd really. I think this is a. Sh- I think this is a Dave movie. He's he, he's all about a bit of mail on mail. But you'd you'd have to go on a real scavenger hunt to find this. Is there negative. weren't many bad reviews, but here's a good one from Dave. This is an engagingly simple, good-hearted film with just enough darkness around the edges to give contrast and relief to its glowingly benign view of human nature. Wow. Okay. Do you find the movie benign? Well, human. He's talking about benign human nature. It's a benign view of human nature. A benign view. I don't I, know. I, I, it's, oh. I find the movie to be pretty captivating. It is. It's hard to turn away once you start, right? No, you you absolutely invested in this. As, as soon as he's um, you know that whole part on the roof, you know, and then he then you, the, the whole accountant sort of banker side of it comes in. It's like. Oh, you just got to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I think when Andy comes in and Red says he's really quiet when he first comes in, but he's quite enigmatic and you start to pick up on that, you know, and, and Red talks about it saying, oh, he's got a quality about him. And then, mm. and you're right, Damo, then it, then it sort of picks up when he, when his character starts to come out and what he can do and then it starts to change the whole movie. Yeah. Works against him. His personality works against him. Oh, totally. Shockingly. I've got that in bad too. Yeah, actually. it really works against him. Okay, bad review. I did have to dig rather deep, but this is... And look, with a guy whose name is Desson, Desson Thompson from the Washington Post, can't expect anything less than a bad review. It wanders down subplots at every opportunity and ignores an abundance of narrative exit points before settling on the finale. Really? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ignores what? A bunch of narrative points. Narrative exit points. So at a chance when we could, I guess... We can exit the narrative. We could, but it just meanders along. But that's the the, the point of this story is you, it's not an escape movie, 
right? It's everything but that. It, it's, it's it's like, oh, here he is doing the accountant thing. Here's this kid doing his high school diploma. It's an exercise it, in patience. It, it, but it's it, it's a it's a thing about prison life. But they don't want to actually give it because because the whole escape thing is a twist. You don't know. I didn't no, know when yeah. I. It's a whole thing is a twist. So that it's they got to sort of talk about prison life and nothing about that whole to actually. It, yeah, make that escape a real twist. See, I don't at the think end. so because the whole movie ends up being about hope, and that prison twist comes in because you think that Andy's reached the end of his tether. You do, you have right? No and that's idea. Red's so worried about him that night. He's yeah. got he's asked for the Red's rope, got no all idea. of that, yeah. And they think, you know, and Red said, "I never slept a, a wink that night, and it couldn't yeah. get any sleep." But then he finds out it's a, it's a story of hope because, as we know, early on, Red's kind of given up hope. Red's in there for life, yeah. And every time he goes and says, "I'm," you know, they start that movie with that. He's, he tries to say, I'm, I'm reformed, I've, I've, done, parole, I've done my yep. time. Okay, but but does he? Because each time he go, he's still, it's not until the last parole hearing that he you truly think he doesn't give a shit. He but doesn't. the other two yeah. he tries. Well, no, that's what I'm but saying. He, but but yeah. it's, he's beaten down in the fact that he's in there yeah. and, and he's tried, and he, and he sort of says, I'll say, even at the start, you can tell he's just saying, to me, he's just saying the right things. Hope's dangerous. He, he, he wants to say to them, yeah, look, yeah. I'm reformed, I've done yeah. the right thing. And it's so, and he just sort of, it's his mantra that he says, but I don't think he really believes it. No. Because he knows that he's stuck in there. And when you know when he comes out and they say to him, you didn't get out again, he goes, no. And it's he, he's resigned yeah. to that. And so Andy, friend, is giving him hope you know, throughout the movie. And that's the twist in the end, right? Because Red was against hope. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah hope like yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing. And that that's that's from his point of view, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll talk about hope, I'm sure, throughout the whole um, podcast. And Film School for Fuckwits will focus on movies to do with hope. And not just Star Wars and New Hope. Right. It's 20 minutes on Star Wars. Anyway. G-Man... Ordinary people, take it away. All right. Let's start with Tim Robbins. So he studied drama at UCLA. He graduated with honours. Yeah, he reeks, he reeks drama kid. Yeah. He's in less, and he's in Bull Durham. Yeah. But he, I reckon he really, some an acting coach took him through a, Bull Durham. A tall, skinny bloke studying acting. The big floppy hair. Yeah, it's Morgs. <laughs> and we have a lookalike it's already. Morgs-alike. Uh, uh, there's a few lookalikes here. He's missing here. the oh. conk. He's missing the conk. Oh, He's yeah. a better yeah. looking Morgs. He's got, and as Andy Dufresne, way more personality than Morgs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, he started work in television movies in 83. Had a small role early on in Toy Soldiers. Yeah. In late 80s. Um, yeah. And in Top Gun, obviously, he was Merlin. Yeah. In Top Gun. Oh, uh, yeah. He jumped in for Goose. He did. Good he on did. him. But, uh, Hit the big time in 88 when he played Nuk Lulash, a Lelouch in Bull Durham. Mm, great movie. Was that yeah. his name in it? Nick yeah. Lelouch. Oh, right. Nick the Nuke. It's a funny movie. Great movie. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it was a fantastic movie. And after that, he was in Twister, Small Role Twister. He was in The Player in 92. Uh, Bob Roberts, which he directed. Okay. So he started directing in 92. Uh, then Shawshank in 94, Arlington Road, Mystic River in 2003. He yeah. got his Best Supporting Actor. He's good in that. Oscar that. Yeah, Sean Penn, Kevin Bacon. Clint Eastwood directed. Good movie. It's brutal. Yeah. It's a one-watcher. Mystic yeah. River. It's it's tough. Yeah. It's a tough movie, isn't it? Uh, after that, look, he had, a, he had a cameo, a proper cameo in Anchorman. He did. Oh, yeah. He plays uh, one of the other uh, news... Public TV news anchor. Yes. In there yeah. for, for when they have the fight in the park. Yes. Yeah. With the machetes and... <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. Uh, he's in War of the Worlds. He's in Green Lantern. Um, most recently he's been in the new Silo TV series. Have you seen that yet? Seen some of it. It's got uh, Rebecca Ferguson in it, so I'm drawn to it. Oh, yeah. But he is very, very good in War of the Worlds. 
He plays the creepy guy in the oh, basement. Yeah, yeah, when, that's when right. Tom and Tom Cruise has to kill him. Tom yeah. Cruise has to kill him to get away. Yeah, and it is he is very good. Yeah. That's a good movie. War of the Worlds, underrated. Yeah. yeah, but look, he's also done a bit of directing. He directed Dead Man Walking. Yeah, with Susan with his wife Susan Sarandon at yep. the time. I think yep. they're separated now. Or yeah, they now? they broke up in two thousand three or okay. something like that. Yeah. I think. Wow. But yeah, he got a best. Oh, he's a best director. Oscar nom and BAFTA nom for that for his direction there. He also uh, did the Cradle Rock in ninety nine. Okay. A quick little note for you: at six foot five, he's a giant. Shit, he is tall. Tallest actor to ever win an Oscar. Oh, that's really? A, no, that's yep. a good stat. Good that stat. You like that? That's a gas stat. Shit that you bring to the hit. Yeah. That's brilliant. Now, yeah, who's the tallest actor ever nominated? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, flying high. <laughs> could have been. That's a good get, but no. John Sally, Bad Boys. Uh, no, it would have been a good one yeah. too. Uh, this is a movie we've covered. All oh, right. Is it oh, Michael Clark no, Duncan? He's, he's fake tall. Who? Michael, Michael Clark, Clark Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's actually he's not 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. It's a movie we've covered. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And he's 6'5"? Oh, I, oh no. I, no, I was thinking about Oh, I don't know, G-Man. James Cromwell. Oh, oh he is. Yeah, he's 6'7". Right. He's not that tall, is he? But LA six, Confidential, seven, yeah. right? Yeah. Can you believe shit. that? No, I, can, I actually I can't. I can't. He looks super seven. tall against re- the pig in Bay. Yeah. <laughs> I think they have to. He's not fake tall. They have to bring him down. Yeah, yeah Bring right. him back to okay, everyone else. Yeah. Six seven. Yeah, giant. He could dunk. I reckon he could oh, dunk. He would yeah, Jimmy yeah. C. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy's Jimmy Crawford. <laughs> Jimmy C. Remember Jimmy Crawford from the Perth oh, Wildcats. Yeah, remember his, <laughs> his oh, yeah. shotgun. Massive freckle problem. Massive freckle problem. Um, but look, a couple of sliding doors. He was considered for the role of Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four, which was played by Julian McMahon. Yeah, Australian's mm-hmm. own. Yeah. And, uh, and the role of Eddie Darko, Donnie Darko. Okay. Which was end up being hot, was played by Holmes Osborne. Oh. Well, he went on to bigger and better things, yeah, old Holmes. Um, John. All right, let's move on. Morgan Freeman. Now, he started his career in the stage in the 60s. Uh, lots of TV and, and lots of work before that. But uh, first early movie roles in Eyewitness in 81. Really does nothing till the 90s, though, really. No. Well, that was, I mean, that was, was a small Driving Miss Daisy's his breakout, really. Well, mm. lots of TV roles. He was on Lean On Me. He was the principal in Lean On Me. Yep. When was that, 86? Mm. Is that Lou Diamond Phillips? Lean On Me? Is that Lou Diamond Phillips? That's Stand and Deliver. Is yeah, Lou Stand Diamond and Deliver. Yeah. yeah. Edward James yeah. Olmos. Yes. But you're right, then Johnny Shotgun. Handsome, 89, then Driving Miss Daisy in 89 as well. He got a Best Actor nom. Yeah. Uh, and then he was in Glory in 89. Big year for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie, Glory. I was thinking about Glory Hole. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, down, I don't think he was oh, starting that. Down in public Jeez, toilets. I don't think he started the, the bus Your mind wandered quickly. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, it doesn't take long. <laughs> it doesn't take long. Glory. Ooh, Glory. Freudian slip. <laughs> glory Hole. But, you know, but he also is in, um, and you haven't got to it yet, but out of so we're talking the IMD top one movie here, but he's also in yeah the Dark Knight, which is number three. Yeah, so he's in. He's also in Seven, which is in the top two fifty. He's in, but to be in two movies, the best the top three, the best detective yeah. in the history of yeah, all detectives. True, and we talked about him we last week in um, the Batman. Yeah, we did. But yeah, yep. uh, yeah, nineties, early nineties. Robin Hood, he was in oh, the Power. Yes. Oh, that, oh, that was that shit one with Costner, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's not shit. It's brilliant. That's right. Um, yeah, no, the Power <laughs> of One. Is Gil yes, Pitt. he is. Uh, great role in that in Unforgiven. Yes, yep. he was. He was Ned Logan in there. Oh, mate, he was in Outbreak. Oh, he got killed, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mutaba. Mutaba. Yeah. Seven, as you said, he's in Kiss the Girls. Deep Impact, ninety nine. Yep, that's the sequel to Glory Hole. Yep. Yeah, and then yep. uh, Million Dollar Baby, two thousand and four, is when he got his Best Supporting Actor Oscar. That's another one watch. It is a one watch. Yeah. Tough movie, good movie, but yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Clint it's not something you want to go and uh, and rewatch unless you're <laughs> in the right frame of mind. Yeah, Hillary Swank. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. can box. Well. 
Uh, and also Invictus in 2009 where you got another Best Actor nom. Plays Good Nelson. Movie. Yeah, plays Nelson yeah. Mandela. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's had plenty of Oscar noms we talked about. The longest he's gone without an Oscar nom is 10 years, and that was between Shawshank and Million Dollar Baby. Okay. All right. So he's, uh, on, the, he's on the downside now, old Morgan. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what he's, he did... He's, Las Vegas, two thousand thirteen. He's done. He's done, he's narrated. He's narated a few. He's, he, well, it was it was this movie that tipped him into narration. So he's done yeah, a lot of narration. Right, yeah. But Oblivion. When was Oblivion? Because he was that was oh, pretty cool. That was too. early two tens, two thousand tens. Yeah. He did Evan Almighty and Bruce Almighty as well. Yeah. Yep. He's a cracker. Love yeah. love Morgan Freeman. Yeah. A, a bit of slide doors with this. So there was quite a few actors that were tipped to play Red because obviously. Mm. He's an the Irish role guy of Red in the was book. Supposed to be an Irish guy. Well, was an Irish guy in the novella, but uh, we had Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Paul Newman, Gene Hackman, Robert Redford, and Robert Duvall. You can't some of the actors that were you looked at, it. and they're all great, but you actually cannot see anyone else playing that. No. Well, Frank Darabont always had Morgan Freeman in mind for this role. Yeah, and obviously they make the joke in the movie. You know, why do they call you Redford? Yeah. Because well, I'm Irish. Because I'm Irish. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I think out of that there was a, uh, you know. Uh, Clint Eastwood was doing something else. Harrison Ford had something on. So, but uh, I think he was the, he was the director's pick or the Robert writer. Robert I think Robert Duvall would have been pretty good. Yeah, he would have been good. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got Bob Gunton, the warden. Okay, so he slips into uh, the the same category as Jay Moore. <laughs> okay, right, I Bob, hate Bob Sugar. Jay Moore because of Bob Sugar. Right, yeah. Hate him. Yep. In anything he's in, <laughs> yeah. I hate Jay Moore. Right? Bob is, Gunton. Is Jay Moore and Jerry Maguire? Yeah, yeah he's Bob Sugar. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's the other. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. hate his guts. I said my piece. How's your mom? Yeah. <laughs> I hate his guts, and Bob Gunton's the same. Really? Everything he's in, I go, that fucking warden. I hate him. Yeah, but but the difference. Well, I don't know. He really gets his comeuppance. So it's I, great. Well, <laughs> does he though? He kills himself. Yeah, well, yeah, I suppose. Well, well look, but. He plays that role so well. I think he's that's amazing. He's in brilliant. it, he's, he's so yeah. good as being this. He's such a good bad. He's, he's amazing. really okay. hard bad guy. So when you get to when when we get the quick fire with the biggest dickhead, holy crap! There's a there's, there's a, a few. Yeah. There's a list. There's a yeah, few. Really competitive yeah. biggest. Dickhead. I do. I do love, and I just want to steal the bit. Uh, one of the quotables here when the first time that uh, this is my favourite part of the warden. Shows how big a fuck with this guy is. Is when he they go in to do the sweep of Andy's cell. When yeah. he's gonna just he's gonna do the first just run my just run my eyes over him to check if he's worthy of doing the work for me. Yep. And he grabs the the Bible. Yep. Out of him and he goes, yep. "What's what's your uh, favorite what's your favorite passage? passage?" And he goes, "Salvation lies within." And I'm like, "It certainly fucking yeah. does." And yeah. you and you the, only realize the power at the, of that at the end. Well, yeah, at the end or the second yeah. time you watch the it. second time you watch it. Yeah. I was just like, and that is that is my favorite line in the whole movie. There's another one yep. to do with the warden and him, and I'll get to that later yeah, on. Okay, because it's it's in uh, it's in my salvation notes. lies within. It certainly does. The rock but, hammers in there. Yeah, the, but the warden's flaw was that he thought he had complete control over everybody. Smartest man in the room. He thought yeah, he was the he smartest. Just man totally in the had room. control, and there's no nothing could go wrong. So that's why Andy knew that. Yeah, and Andy like t- just totally. But, but so he should long. though. Yeah, like he sh- he should assume that they're all subservient and that no one's smart enough to do that. But yep. Andy was just too smart. Yep, and too patient. I think that's the probably the well, biggest thing. That's yes. the thing because he he let the warden draw him in and played the long, long game. Ooh, bloody oath, he played a the long super game. long game, and and that's the thing. He gained all their trust, and he wasn't in any rush to do this. It's a long time for the warden to be in that role. Like yeah, twenty years, twenty years. Oh yeah, yeah but he was well, so corrupt. And yeah. we're going to get to yeah. that in the bad about some of the uh, the spans of things that happened Times. over that twenty yeah. years, Times. that or didn't happen yeah. over that twenty years. Yeah. Okay, so let's um, let's have a look. 
late 80s he started. He, he was very accomplished in the 70s and 80s in on stage as a stage actor and then moved into movies. Yeah, he was in Glory as well in 89. He played general, He played a general in that one. He was yeah. in Born on the Fourth of July as a doctor in 89. JFK uh, and also Demolition Man where he played the chief. He's a wanker in that. Again. He's a wanker. Very I good just role. hate his he's guts. Got a, he's got that he's face. Where he's he's got a head. He's got a hateable head. head. He was in shit Broken Arrow. Uh, he had a recurring role in 24. Another shit. Yeah. He's just a prick in everything he plays. He's in Lincoln Lawyer, and he was in Kill the Irishman in 2011. I watched that not long ago. What'd you think? I liked it. it it's long. It's too long. It it sort of it doesn't pick up pace, but it is quite a good story. Yeah, knowing that the story's it's based good. on based on a yeah. lot of truth. Yeah, and I don't know how much how much liberty they take, but uh, but it is a, it is an interesting story because you, when you're thinking back to it, it's based on something real or, or a real it, person. Yeah, it's amazing. It's taking so long for a movie about that to come out. Like they did the Hoffa. Yep. Biopic, but yeah, it's quite amazing that it's taken that long. Yes. All right, let's keep going. We'll, we've got Clancy Brown. Now, Kurgan. Yes. Kurgan. Yes, Damo. I, I was wondering who picked that up. Yeah, oh, that was, yeah, yeah that's what he's most famous for. Yeah, well, 100%. Well I, well, I don't know, maybe he isn't, but. He probably isn't, but anyway. Yeah, or he's, he's, isn't he um, Mr. Krabs in like SpongeBob, something like that? I don't know. I'd say he'd be most he famous for this movie now. Yeah. Yep. He would have to be. Mate, he was in. He was in um, Extreme Prejudice. Yeah, eighty-seven. He was. I nearly corrupt, watched that the other night. Oh, soldier. is that yeah, with um, Nick Nolte? Oh, Nick Nolte. No, no, oh, okay. Powers, Powers Booth. Powers Booth. Oh, it's mate, Michael Ironside. So it yeah. is so good. Yeah, yeah. good movie. Yeah. That's something I don't reckon I've watched since the nineties. It's on Plex, man. Get into it. Yeah, I got to. Well, it might be one. Getting on a plane. That might be me on the plane. It might yeah. be one. Maybe it's one we cover over the Christmas break. Extreme mm. Prejudice. Nice. I like it. But he's. But but Clancy Brown is a. Just such a good baddie. He's Absolutely. got a, he's a, his face, man. He's he's got resting baddie face. Yeah. He does. He's got it. And even when he's being a good guy, he's still oh, being a cock. Yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. and in this movie, especially, is he a dickhead or he's what? He's a dick. Well, he <laughs> was he was also a, a crazy bloke in uh, in Deadly Pursuit. Remember yes, with, with Sydney Poitier. Poitier. <laughs> thank you, Gare. And Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger. Yes. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. Yeah. That is a, a great movie. Shoot to Kill. Sydney. It's known as in Australia too. Shoot to Kill. So it's excellent. Kill. So that was, that's David Brent's favourite actor, wasn't it? Is this where we, we got Portier from? Portier. When he, when is it? Yeah, when he's trying to be cool and yeah. they, uh, he likes black people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Portier. Uh, look, one of his great roles though, a great role, Sergeant Zim. Starship Troopers. Oh, yes. Oh, He's yes. very good. Actually, he was a goodie. Well, kind of. Yeah, a, sort of well, a goodie, yeah. Drill Sergeant come good. Yeah. That's yeah. a great on, movie. You guys want to live forever? Yeah. That's a great movie. Why haven't we done that yet? I don't know. Shower, best shower scene ever. Without yeah. doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. Reminds me of Born to Watch. <laughs> yeah, well, no fire hose, though. Well, no D lousing. Really, powder. give it, give it a couple. <laughs> you bragger. Well, there you go. Give it a oh, couple of hours. Fire white. But yeah, you're right. He's done tons of TV and cartoon voiceover work since then. He was in Cowboys and Aliens. He's been. In, he's in John Wick Chapter Four. Oh, yes, he is. yes, he is. Yes, he is. And he's been in the TV series Billions. I haven't got to that yet, but I hear good things about that. It's on yeah. my radar. Yep. It's supposed to be very good. Damien Lewis. Um, look, I got one more for you. Um, Frank Madrano. Now, Which you one remember, was he? You remember he's the guy that comes in at the start that they bet on that won't crack. He's the guy that cracks. Oh, the first fat fish. ass, fat fish. ass. 
And that's actually his credited name in the movie is oh, Fat I Ass. Did, oh, I did. Oh, God. <laughs> did see that. The poor, he, got, he didn't have a real good first no. night. No. I need, we need to talk. We need to unpack that in Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah, I think so. Fresh Because yeah, Haywood was quite happy with himself for picking him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old Fat Ass. But the other guy in the cast, I can't think of his name. I don't know his name, but he he was one of the um you know so how there was obviously Red and Andy, then there was Hayward, and then there was the next tier, you know, yeah, like below Brooks and that there was the guy who was um Brady from Seinfeld, the bootleg video guy when they went and filmed oh, Death Blow. Yes, so when when yes when, with the massive bag of lollies, yeah, with big yeah, yeah. yeah massive bag of lollies, yeah. and he gets watch, sick. Yeah, going to watch Death Blow yeah. and he gets Jerry to film yeah. the rest. Of them. So when I was looking at him, that's the Death Blow pirates guy. <laughs> There's also Drake from Aliens. Oh, oh. nice. I preferred him as Drake yeah. than uh, Boggs. Boggs is bad, man. It, it, once again, in that list of the biggest dickhead, holy shit, Boggs. Yeah. yeah. But look, this was a good a good movie for him as Fat Ass because <laughs> next movie after that was a lucky break for him because he was casting sleepers as guess who? Fat ass. Fat Mancho. Oh, <laughs> Typecast. Yeah. Absolutely typecast. Top cast. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but he was also in Blue Streak. He was in The Usual Suspects, had a small role in that. Yeah. yeah. Actually, apparently John Favreau auditioned for that role. Fatty oh, Boomstick. Oh, for Fat Ass, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 did read that. Fatty Boombalada. He's done it all. Yeah. But <laughs> Fatty Boombalada. Yeah, yeah, that was his name. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's it. That's enough of the cast. Okay, what about uh, budget? Budget. Awards? Anything fancy? Yep. Let's go. So the movie grossed twenty eight point five million worldwide. Mm. Now it only initially grossed eighteen, and then after it got some Oscar heat, it got another ten million into the kick. It was it was only released in like about a hundred cinemas or something yeah, to start with, right. and then I think then it was a re- then it got released in nine hundred. Yeah. Once it started to get a bit of a roll, but yeah, did yeah. nothing. It's did a, no money. It was a, it was twenty five million dollar budget. Yeah. It did seven hundred twenty seven thousand on the opening weekend, so. They were up against. I mean, it, it made its money back, but only just. I think it holds the record for the the most uh, home video sales. Oh, ha- it would have it's, to. It's right up there. I think it, it was rated number fifty three in the year for the like year for, yeah. for, for money wise. Crazy, um, but yeah, look, we've been through. We've been through ninety. Been through ninety four. Mm. Forrest Gump was the one that won everything. We know that, and it shouldn't have. But anyway, yeah, but it got tons. It got six or seven of the awards. Um, and how many Shawshank win? Shawshank. I don't think it won any, did it? I don't think or it did won it, any. No, I think, oh, it, no, won, no, it, I think it did. It yeah. won Best Adapted Screenplay. It, it did. Got a, maybe three? It won a couple, but it wasn't in the big ones. So. No, no, no. It was Best Adapted Screenplay. Something we, should, we should probably know what that is. It was nominated for seven awards. Got any? Best Picture nominee, Best Actor for Morgan Freeman, uh, Best Writing. It didn't win any. It didn't no, win best any. Best Writing Screenplay, any. Best Cinematography, yes. and Best Sound. Okay, so I didn't win any Academy Awards. No okay. Academy Awards. Yeah, nominated for seven, didn't win any. It's a bit crook. It is a pretty deep year though, ninety four. Yeah, and and to be honest, I got no dramas with it not winning anything. The fact that Pulp Fiction didn't win Best Picture or Best Director, <laughs> or an acting gong for Samuel L. Jackson or John Travolta for that. I, I would say Shawshank should have be, been Best Movie. You be careful. without a doubt. You be careful. Okay, I know you're a pulp hater. I'm not a hater. But um, you're a pulp hater. So yeah. we said it came in at number fifty three. Some of the movies that are above it. Now we said some guys. There's pulp Please fiction. Please do. There's Legends of the Fall. There's Little Lion King. Yeah, my dad. There's the also week. Beverly Hills Cop three. Oh, it's tra- that's a travesty that yeah. that's in front of it. You know, you know what came in at number twenty six? No. We'll save that because it's my bad. 
Okay. Okay. Well, actually, we'll save that. Herbie, okay. Herbie goes to what? Is it a Herbie? Herbie goes it's to Monte Carlo. Okay. All right. Well done, G-Man. Let's move on to 1994 hit, sleeper, and dud. And I'll start my hit for 94, The Client. Susan Sarandon, Tommy Lee Jones, Brad Renfro. It's a John Grisham adaptation. It's a great movie. A young boy who witnesses the suicide of a mafia lawyer hires an attorney who's Susan Sarandon, who is excellent, uh, to protect him against the district attorney who is Tommy Lee Jones, who is excellent. Yep. Uh, and they and the mob tries to take him down. It's really, really good. It's got Anthony LaPaglia in it, plays the, the mm, baddie. And, uh, and Brad, Brad Renfro is the kid. Uh, it's a cracking movie. Most of the John Grissom movies are pretty damn good, actually, I've got to say. But this is, a, this is top-tier Grisham. It really is. G-Man, what do you got for hit? Oh, I've been through this before. We've got, we've got tons of them. We've got I, Pulp I, Fiction. We've got Forrest Gump. We've got Dumb and Dumber. I'm going to go for Four Weddings and a Funeral. Okay. Nice. I rewatched this not too long ago. It's a great watch. Funny. Made a, a really big star out of some of those people. Certainly especially did. Hugh Grant. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's a great rewatch. Uh, it's funny it's movie. I've seen many times, yeah. but uh, I, I quite thoroughly enjoyed it. Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell. Yeah, it's good. It's very, very good, actually. Funny. Yeah. Remember seeing that at the cinema? Colin Firth. Is Colin, I don't, uh, is Colin Firth in that one? I can't remember. Mate, it, it had pretty much every English actor yeah, it did. in it. Kristen, Kristen uh, Stewart or whatever her name is. Not Kristen Stewart. Kristen Scott. The blonde Thomas. Kristen Chris, Scott, yeah. Scott Thomas. Yeah, she's, she's in uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's good. Good movie, yeah. Good pick. Damo, what's your hit? Yeah, because I, I, I tried to go deep to find something different that I haven't said because we've done this here a few times. So mm. I've gone for Stargate with your best mate. I Kurt love Stargate. I think Stargate's a great movie. It is a good movie. James Spader. Um, it started, obviously, the um, TV series. But Stargate is an awesome movie. Yeah. Which is a good... A really interesting enjoyable. premise. Yeah. Yep. Really interesting premise. And it's got the, the guy from The Crying Game. Oh, really? Plays Ra or whatever. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. In the, so those dog very, things. Very, very uh, feminine. Yes. Uh, very feminine features. With the power. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, Stargate's a good show. Good show. Well done. Okay. My sleeper for the year. This is funny. Uh, when I talked about we were going to uh, review Top Gun Maverick, uh, Strangles went and watched this movie, Maverick, with uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson, Gibson right. Jodie Foster, and James Garner. Now, this is the remake of the old 60s television show yeah. that James Garner sta- starred in. Brett Maverick, needing money for a poker tournament, faces various comic mishaps and challenges, including a charming woman thief, played by Jodie Foster. Now, this is, I think, Mel Gibson at his most charming. I think he is. It's a funny movie. It's it's underrated. I think people really shit on this film. I reckon I used to watch this weekly when it when I first got it on the video. I loved it. Yep. I thought it was so fucking good. And I watched it not long ago, maybe 12 months ago. Still pretty good. Yep. It's worth a watch. It's yep. pretty funny. Bit of card. It's pretty funny. It card is. action. Bit of poker. Yeah. Bit of poker. Um, G-Man? I've got one here, and I, I now that I think about it, I think you've brought it up before, Whitey, but it's The Professional, or Leon. Oh, oh yeah, Leon, yeah. yeah. I think it's fucking it, amazing. Yeah. Awesome movie. I remember the first time I saw that, I was so blown away. It's just a great story. Brilliantly acted. Uh, fantastic. Luke Besson has been trying to make a movie as good as that ever since. Yeah. Yeah. He's never quite got yeah. there. No. John Reno, like, just just steals that, doesn't Natalie he? Portman's Natalie first Portman's role one. as a 12-year-old. Yep. Gary Oldman. And the relationship between her and uh, John Reno is... Yeah. I mean, Leon is incredible. Yep. It is It is a really, really good flick. And if you haven't seen it, people, definitely give it a... Great ending. Give it a crack. Super ending. Super ending. Yep. Really good ending. 
Good one, Gal. What about you, Damo? I think I think I said this last time too, but, but I've gone for um, the colour of night. And I'm pretty sure I did say it because I've got Bruce. You you got to think about Bruce Willis's old fella because Bruce Willis has got some side dick in it. Yeah, more than side dick. He's got side and it's, front dick. It's side and top, or yeah. Yeah, a bit of top yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah, a bit of top dick. So yeah, and I'm uh, yeah. So it's a June March. Is it Jane March? Jane March. Jane yeah. March. So she she's she was like seventeen. She was or something seventeen or eighteen. It, it was the and I think I said it's it's the she is Finkel and Ironhorn. Yes. Um, and uh, Bruce has got to crack the case. Well, he's he's the psychology yes. sort of professor. Yeah, it was uh, murder, around murder mystery. Well, it was because sexual murder mystery. It was that psychosexual yeah. uh, basic instinct. Absolutely. Um, what was the other one? Body of Lies. Yeah, all uh, that was stuff. That body of, is that Body of Lies with? Uh, Willem Dafoe and um, Madonna yeah, is a body of yeah, lies. Yes, it is. Yes, well, body of evidence. Yeah, body okay, of evidence. Yeah. Body of lies is uh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yep. Body of evidence is full on. They, I, yeah, I'm fairly certain Dafoe and Madonna have sex in that yeah. movie. Yep. Yeah, it's shit too, mind you. Yeah. Uh, okay, my dad, 1994, dad, junior. Oh, come off it. That was mine too. Well That's done. Amazing. It's yeah. not often we agree on many things. No, but that was stupid. Get me back. I can't remember. Junior. Okay, Arnie, Devito. Oh, they're trying yes, to catch. Yes, they're trying yes, to catch yes, the yes. twins' magic, which I didn't think was that great either. Twins, no. and Emma Thompson as part of a fertility research That's project. Right. Now got a you. male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. Very topical <sighs> when we talk about go woke, go bro. Yep. Uh, men, just just throwing it out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Men can't get pregnant. And that was the whole premise of this movie because it made everyone was like, "How stupid yeah. is that?" Yeah, stupid. Now you sort of say, "Oh, hang on," but you know, you can. You know, Men like, can't oh, get pregnant. Get stuffed. Yeah. Men can't get pregnant. Yes, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we know what Damo's yep. dad is. So he's all over that. G-man, take it away. Well, here's my dad that I referred to earlier. This came in at number twenty-six for the year. It is Street Fighter. Oh, oh Kylie, Kylie Minogue. Minogue. Yeah. Kylie Minogue. Jean Claude Van Damme. JCVD. Armand, yeah. uh, is it uh, Armand Asante? No, it's no, not Armand. It's, it's um, Raul, Raul Julia. Julia. He was oh, dying. He yes. plays. Yeah, he was. He, he was dying. He was, he was very bison. sick. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was bison. Yeah. Yeah. He was very but, uh, sick. He died not long after. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah JCVD plays Guile. Um, he plays the Belgium American uh, soldier. Yes. Yeah. It is not a good movie. It's not good. It's not good at all. I remember I watched it once and I was like, yeah, oh, because because we grew up, good we talked about last yeah. week on Street Fighter and all that, and we loved it. And then they made a movie and just hammered it. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, an, another one I found. Um, if you're dud, it's. A, oh, you're it's going a, for a double. You're yeah, going well, for a double. Well, a double. It's Felix. <laughs> it's Felix and Hadass. This is a short Aussie movie uh, made by a guy named Daniel. Daniel Cricket. Oh, it's a short Daniel movie. It's 17 Daniel minutes. It's called Daniel. Fuckwit. Oh, um, seriously? A man walks into a pub with the word fuckwit written on his forehead. What follows leads the audience into the dark side of the human psyche. This one of him, one of Morg's scripts. It's I think he starred yeah. and it's, it's about him. Autobiographical. It's autobiographical. Yeah. It's autobiographical. But no, it stars Shakespearean. Stars Daniel yeah. Krieg and Zoe Karidis. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Fuckwit. <laughs> We're going to get t shirts with F Wit on the front <laughs> <laughs> very shortly, people. So hang on. Well done, gents. Uh, question time. How long are you guys lasting in Shawshank? Oh, I'd be like fat ass, night one. You're night one? <laughs> I think you might be a night one. Nah, I'd be. Hardcore. I'd turn into B. Smith, mate. I'd be You'd be Boggs' left-hand man. I'd be B. Smith by about B. two Smith. weeks in. Mate. B. Smith. I'd be, yeah, I'd be top dog mate. straight away. I'll bloody give it to the freak, Clancy Brown. Mate, you'd, you'd be Muhammad Imad Bruce Lee. <laughs> in that for sure. Mate, who's the old bird in Prisoner? Lizzie. Lizzie Birdsworth. Oh, Birdsworth. God, that's, Brooks. that's Brooks in this movie. 
That so, is Brooks. Yeah, yeah, so you got the freak who is Clancy Brown. Yeah. But there is no B. Smith in there, so that'd be me. I'd be top dog. Yeah. Be get, dealing with smokes and stuff. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think Red's a bit of a B? No, because B. Smith used to be the, the hard She was the man. heavy. She yeah, was the heavy. She, she, yeah, it was the muscle. She was yeah. the bogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well... There was there was no muscle in Red's no, there game. Wasn't, like, there, there was none. No, there was no, like, but no. there's there's no muscle in the jump. No, there is no. Apart from the, the sisters, ladies, the sisters, the sisters. Yeah. yeah, the ladies, yeah. the ladies. It's between um, you and the lady. <laughs> but there, but there really is no other. Like I, I think about that and think, how did they survive? Because none of these guys sort of ever seem to have to get into any trouble. No, Mate, and they didn't have to no defend trouble. themselves. There's no trouble. Well, a, apart from the, the, yeah, apart from the sisters, it's easy time. Well, you know why? Too probably because the the guards were the hard asses. They were hard. Yeah. They yeah. used to beat the shit out of everyone. So I suppose you, you couldn't actually. I've got to say, I'm, I'm well, gonna, I've got to hold back. I've got to hold back. When Clancy Brown takes down fat ass, like yeah, he that's, him that's first thing. Not good that's, about the ugly. That's what you learn. It's like, hang on, I can't muck can't up do anything. Joint. Yeah, can't because do anything. these guys are actually worse than the yeah, criminals for sure, for sure. Okay, yeah. Look, I'm. It looks like it's not too difficult if you can if you can get away from the sisters. Yeah, then I think you've got a pretty good. Yeah, you've got a pretty good chance to, yeah. to spend some time there. But you're still going to cop the warden and you're still going to cop the guards. Yeah, yeah. you just got to play a straight back, yeah. don't you? The freak. Uh, it didn't seem too bad after the sisters were out of it. For sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, everything then, after that, it then everything seemed to go on. Yeah. And, yeah. and everyone's life was okay. I mean, they're stuck yeah. in prison, Spinning. but it wasn't, there was nothing yeah. untoward oh, that they mentioned in the story. Apart from the guards, every It's now a and pretty then. reasonable jail in terms of yep. prison uh, movie jails. Uh, could, like gangs, no gangs. No way. No Fuck gangs that. in the jail. And right. they could certainly get some stuff brought in there. Holy crap, yeah. It's definitely not Oz. Have you guys seen the TV show Oz? Yes. Oh, oh, not all of it. I've seen bits of it. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Big question. Did Andy kill his wife? God, no. No? No, you got a confession from bloody uh, Elmo Tommy. Black. Yeah, we don't know if that's right. You put, I do. Yeah. <laughs> You're being a bit obtuse, aren't you? <laughs> Would you call me? <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he... I think you you believe that at the start, or you you think that he they might really have, set him and up, then with yeah. the story, because this is all about how he just doesn't give up hope because he knows that he hasn't done this. Yep. I don't he think he did. I don't think he did, but I think it's a question that has to be asked. Yep. Yeah. Well, they, they never they never evidence. fully answer it. Yeah. They never they never fully yeah. answer it because you know I'm the only uh, the only guilty guy in Shawshank. Well, they try to answer it, and then the warden takes away any opportunity sure. of that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Tommy gets. Really but he, remember, up. he does say in the yard, he goes, you know, did. Did this happen? Like, would you swear on the Bible? And he says, yeah, I'll swear on the Bible. But, but it, yeah, but and still. that's why he gets rid of him. Andy was his own worst enemy. His own testimony. He scored so many own goals. Yes. Yeah, I had a gun. Yeah. yeah I had, oh, yeah, I threw it in the river. He goes, it's but like, it's, not, it's not good for me. This is information that you didn't need to tell anyone, mate. This, yeah. is, this is the information that put you away for life. Yeah. Because you, you scored the worst own goals there. Yeah, who... who, who? He's, he, not, and not only that, was his, his cold-heartedness... His his real closed book when he was talking in court. His he just yeah, looked like one of those. Yeah, he just looked like. So you had a gun. You've yeah. thrown it away. You've done this. You, you said you cold. threw it in the river. Yeah, but no one ever found okay, it. Okay, so that yeah, that, he, yeah, he really stuffed himself. He did. Up. So that leads us on to the next question. Surely there's a better way to approach Hadley rather than do you trust your wife? So <laughs> yeah. this is a guy that beats guys to death for no reason. Not the easiest approach. Like it's wouldn't it be. Uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Hadley. Yep. I can help you. I can help you with your tax. I'm I'm an accountant. <laughs> I can help you. Can do you want to hear me out? Not, uh, you know, do you trust your wife? Sneaking, what sneaking up, yeah. sneaking up. Yeah. Do you think she'd hamstring you? Yeah, keep making it worse, mate. Yeah. You're running off the thing. 
Yeah, more own goals there. He could have. He Mate, really. Yeah. They needed some poetic license to come into the movie. It you was know, to, it, hold, to dangle him over the edge. It was. You're right. It was. A, it was an interesting way to do it because we're thinking, where's he going with this? Yeah. And all the all the guys on the roof, Morgan, are like looking and Where's he going with yeah, this? Dumb. Uh, yeah. But even even when he looked over the way and Red was saying, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Put yeah. your head back down. Yeah. Put your head down." Yeah, like. that's right. And they're all like, "Oh shit, he's." Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was just a way of like because it was another sort of little twisty thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool yeah. that he came up with that. Yeah, for in sure. In the end, I, yeah, I do like it, but I'm not sure that that guy's going to get them three beers each. Hey, but <laughs> I'm not sure. Three beers is a lot to give to, to he, inmates. But that he got, how much was in the um, inheritance? It was thirty five thousand grand? Yeah. yeah, back then in the forties. That's probably what's a hundred, probably two hundred thousand dollars more, more probably. Yeah. Half a million. Well, it's not the cost. I mean, I just don't know if you're giving prisoners three beers each. A beer, yeah. but he's giving them three and then sending them back to the prison <laughs> under the well, warden. All I asked for. All I asked for. Yeah. He took Andy didn't have one. A man feels more like a man with a cold bottle of suds, Some suds after yeah. a hard day of work. <laughs> uh, okay. It, IMDb ranks this as the greatest movie of all time. Is it the greatest movie of all time? Yeah. I don't know if it's the greatest of all time. I don't think I can say that. It is definitely up there. It's definitely a great, great movie. I'm not sure I'm going to say it's the best ever. Damien. Yeah, no way. No way is it the best movie. But I could say it probably has the best denouement, the best ending of a movie. A real... Um, you don't think blowing up the Death, Death Star's Star. not better than it? Because uh, Darth Vader still flies away and you go, well, hang on, where's he going? Mm. No, nah, this thing just absolutely, there was no loose ends. It was just like, oh, I mean, you don't know about things like, oh, what happened to Haywood in jail or anything like that. But it, I think the strength of this ending is what makes it so endearing to most people. But for me, it's certainly not, It's this is not even in my top 20, but I love this movie. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't in my top 10. This maybe was, was this in your top, top 10? No, it wasn't in your top no, 10 either, no. G-Man. But so. it's, it's, a, it's a freaking brilliant movie. Yeah. This, this was one of those movies where I didn't put it in my top 10 because I assumed that somebody else would probably yeah. have it. Yeah. In there, uh, and it is in a lot of people's top for tens. sure. I mean, it's I, a lot of people's ones. I'm just trying to think yeah. back. Yeah, when we when we had some you know some feedback from from listeners that that a lot of people had that had Shawshank, Shawshank in yeah. there for sure. Definitely did. Yeah. Okay, well now we just agreed it's not the greatest movie of all time. IMDb be better. Born to watch only fan. So yeah. G man, you had a little bit of feedback, possibly from Canada. Yes, Whoa. I did. Uh, Chris, the Canadian chef, now living out here in Australia, great bloke. Um, Told him about the podcast and uh, he listened in. I got some feedback from him the other week saying, I started listening to the podcast, Matt. Holy shitballs, what a riot. I said, great, you started listening. Hope you enjoy it. It gets off track a little bit at times. He said, off the track is the best parts. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He's a Dan fan, no doubt. So, yeah, yeah. thanks, mate. Appreciate you listening. Yeah, welcome, um, to, welcome to, the, uh, to the team of F-Wits, yeah. old Chris. Chris the Canadian. We are very happy to have you on board. I've got to say, after our episode with The Last Starfighter, I had a number of people, Maddie Beer Geek reached out, Eka from Narrabeen, hard-ass Eka from Narrabeen, yeah. hard as nails. He reached out about uh, the WWF Superstars game that I couldn't quite name. They were very quick to send me the, the name. Actually, I think Maddie Beer Geek, what a legend this guy is, bought himself a T-shirt, paraded it around. We did, did put it on the stories for, for uh, Born to Watch. He's got. I'm pretty sure he's got a home arcade machine that his kids were playing, and they were playing WWF Superstars, and he filmed it and showed me. Oh, really? Yeah. Greatest game. One great of the greatest game. Great game. Great game. Great game. It's up there with Ten Yard Fight. Yeah, it's right up there. And Rygar and Cable 
and li- the list goes on and, and on. And Patrol. There's been asking, people have asked for... Ghosts and Goblins. About four people have asked for us to do an uh, arcade rundown. Oh, Jeez. I'd love to do that. That'd be out of our wheelhouse, though, but we might be able to stuff something in. Oh, we, <laughs> we could easily do that. We could. Easily. Gal's already getting semi-erect thinking about it. Oh. Okay, it's time to head into the categories. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Start with you, Damo, for the good. Well, Take it away. As, as I've said uh, a couple of times, the denouement. So this is the final part of the film in which the strands of the plot are all drawn together and matters are explained or resolved. It's such a satisfying ending to this movie because it was rewritten that whole bit where you see Tim Robbins on the boat and um, Red walking up on the beach. But it's my God, it's a satisfying ending. Um, so too, I mentioned earlier, like the escape, like it it hits like a twist. You know, is he dead? Um, yeah, what does the guard see? What's going on? You actually have no idea because there is no mention of it through the whole movie. So I just love that bit. Obviously, the cast is really good. Yeah. So you got the Andy ending. Which is great, the Randall Stevenson component of that with the bank and all that sort of stuff. I really like that. To, into the boat, the um, the red ending, the fact that he's got to go and find that rock under that's, the tree. That's that's really cool. That like that yeah. stuff. You know, you got to go. Trust me, you go there. It's like well, where the because we're, the whole time we're going, oh, shit, this is a really big loose end that I really want tied. You know, I remember when I first watched it, I thought, what's under the tree? What the hell is it? You know, um, and then <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and uh. But the the payback too with the yeah obviously with the newspapers so you know with with both Norton and Hadley you know like the real crims they really copped it back so yeah. I, I really did love that and and Mighty just mentioned it before so on the second watch you get such a better look at how close he came to being caught yes the posters Ooh. on the wall holding the Bible he nearly took the Bible away it's got the rock hammer in it it's on the second watch you realise these yeah. things he opens that Bible and it's all over. I know yeah, it's buried in it, right. but if he opens it any yeah, further exactly, down, yeah, yeah. wow! So yeah, all those little things. You think, geez, he was he was caught, and that's a plan that's been going for that stage for for years. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I oh, know. So that's that's my good. Well done, G man. Okay, I had a few things for good. Um, the narration, which we talked about, so I won't go too much into that. But the fact that it was done from Red's side and not Andy as the, the yeah. major antagonist in the movie or protagonist yeah. in the movie, um, but. Just that how, you know, we talked about how he how he comes from no hope to getting towards the end to, to having all the hope. Um, I just think, I mean, it's also done in his voice, which is great, but I just think the way they did that, um, you know, showing the passage of time and, and narrating and bringing the whole story out. Apparently Frank Darabont watched Goodfellas. It's a story that he watched yes. Goodfellas every Sunday while he was writing this and shooting the film. So he drew that inspiration as to how to, how to push that story out. So I thought that was really well done. Um, going back to what you said before, Whitey, about the salvation. Yes. And the quote. So you'll notice when they when they first open up this safe on the wall, you see it from the safe perspective, from the inside yes. looking out. And at the end, the last scene when he says, Look at his split, Andy, we're going and Andy we we find out later that he puts all the changes all the records the that, fake books in. The fake books in. The quote on his a quote on the outside of the safe is his judgment cometh and that right soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's for the sweet payback, is your yeah. judgment. Yep. And so, is that the one you said before? No, my no, salvation lies within. The salvation, yeah. that's right. But so, I thought that was really well done because that just foreshadows what exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, I really like the shirt coming off when he gets out of the sewer pipe, you know, the hands in the yeah. air. Reminds me of Platoon. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very yeah. sort of like. But it, that's a really iconic shot with the rains coming down. He's got the hands. But that in shot the, too yeah. was that was used in a poster for for the movie somewhere. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. I, I, and I I really cannot work out the logic of having that as the poster shot for. For the for, you know the yeah. whole thing because the escape was a twist like no one knew about it yeah but he can't tell from there that he's escaped it, but it, it you kind of get the impression that he's pretty happy and he's free yeah so yeah mm. but but you're right I, I just thought yeah it is an iconic shot um and lucky it was raining and he had that water there so he cleaned all the shit off him oh yeah he would have stuck oh, that would have been horrible <laughs> what about when he's vomiting in the, that's so claustrophobic yeah. when he gets yeah. in the, yeah, it's a big leap of faith. To go, I'm going to get in this, and I'm pretty sure it just goes out to a yeah. to the creek, but I don't know. It could go for kilometres under there. Yeah, he was doing anywhere. The, the bishop crawl in Aliens. Oh yeah. my get God, out there! It's horrible. Uh, the only other one was the final cutaway scene when they're walking towards each other on the beach. Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, the last movie in the word is hope. Yes, that he says hope. Yeah, you know, ties in that whole theme. But then it just when it cuts away, so it just leaves you with all the the hope and the, and the happiness that they finally join back up and, and got away from all of that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and it just leaves it all hanging out there. It's really good. I really like that. Well done, G-Man. Uh, I've got the start. I, I really like the start of the movie that we we are straight into it. There's no there's no fluff. He's watching the wife. She's having an affair. But then we then we go straight into the court. the court case. Then next thing, he's in jail. So there's no fucking around. It just sort of sets it up really quickly, which I thought was really cool. Uh, you've mentioned the cast, but it, I think it's the secondary characters that really make it because obviously, Robinson Freeman are incredible. But yep. it's the it's it's There's that lot, secondary yeah, yeah. that when they're at the tables and yeah. they're talking shit and yeah. and you know you've got the stories different stories from different people's perspectives and I thought that that's really cool and you you, you also realise you know how much you know when when he leaves and then you that their stories cease to matter so they they when Red is narrating and then they're talking but you can't hear anything they're saying because the focus is Andy he's gone. So we don't, the rest of them doesn't really matter anymore. No. So focus is a complete shift. But uh, I thought the first bog scene in the shower, the first oh, meeting, right? Yeah, just sort of. Yeah. He's so creepy. <laughs> the when he's got a plan hard to get. Yeah, I like that. And he's soaping himself. He up. is oh, so yeah. creepy. You know, straight away, this guy is heinous. Yeah, yeah. And it is. I thought just thought it was credible. I thought the inmate corruption was. It was next level. It was next level enterprise. Like they've got everyone on the take all the way down, and I just thought that I I love it. I love a prison movie, and I love seeing the the uh, inmate corruption. I love seeing how they've got to smuggle stuff in. Now they've got to smuggle stuff out. Yeah, I thought that that was really cool how they did that. You mentioned the narration, Gow, and sometimes it doesn't work. This movie hinges on the narration. Yes, and I'm sure we might say it in listen to this, but. Uh, Morgan Freeman recorded this first up. It took 48 minutes to record the narration. And what he wanted, they wanted to play it while the scenes were on so that they knew what was going on, right? Then they weren't happy with it. He had to go back and it took like 10 or 12 hours oh. or something <laughs> to record the second time because they already knew how important it was. So they put a lot more time into it, right? Yeah. So it's, I think it's great. And you said it. I think it's so cool that the story's not told from Andy's perspective, that's told from Red's perspective. Yeah. That's super clever, right? Well, as we said, because it's going from no hope yeah. to him coming yeah. and him being the beacon of hope it, that eventually sure. goes out through the whole movie. So it's really well done that Frank Darabont did it that way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I didn't see this in the movies, but if when Boggs gets his comeuppance, if people didn't cheer in the movies, yeah. I w- I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> he deserved yeah. everything he got. <laughs> he did. He deserved everything yeah. he got. And the, and the fact that 
And you actually start to think that, oh, that Hadley is not a bad. That's not a bad fella. That Rede- doesn't last very long. Redeems him, doesn't it? It does sort of redeems him. Hadley a bit. was just—he's just looking after his. It's selfish purposes. Yeah, yeah. selfish motives. But it is—it is a good scene when Boggs walks back in and Hadley just turns around, and you just know straight away. You go, yeah. "That's it." And when they drag him back in by the feet, when he's trying to—he's trying yeah. to claw right. his way out. But but that was for two years. Andy fought off Boggs and the sisters. Yeah. Right yeah. for two yeah. whole years, he's always looking over his back. Yeah. So it's maybe a. Every couple of days or every week. Which, it, and it's funny too because I know he was fighting them off and obviously that happened a lot. But in that scene when they get him, he goes into the movie cinema on his own and talks to Red and then walks out on his own. Yeah. Yeah, Do you think you'd just stay with the crowd? You're you, right. You think you'd go, I'm not going to wander off out of here while everyone's in here watching the movie. I'll just yeah. go with everyone else. Yeah, you're right. Safety in the numbers. It, because I was thinking about um, um, what how Andy, what he was going through anyway for those two years. It was... When um, Borat, when Borat, <laughs> when he was interviewed on Conan, he he was talking about how he's in New York City. He went to a club called Ramrods. Yes, have you seen that? <laughs> I've seen it. It's very funny. Yeah. So he said Ramrods is great. It was just full of two hundred men dancing, dancing, <laughs> dancing. You know. And he said there was one girl. Who do you think she picked? She picked me. She picked Borat. She she was like a real. He said like a Kazakh woman. She's really tall, hairy arms. Big deep voice. So anyway, Borat <laughs> took her back to her hotel, or to his hotel. But he said he must have been really tired, and he fell asleep. But in the morning, he woke up. He said, "So she was gone." And then, and Borat said, "Yeah, she was gone, and my anus was hang loose like the mouth of a tired dog." <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking. Andy was feeling. Oh, he. There's no way he fought them off for two years. No, he's been. He got, he got slammed a few he times. Got no, they said they said sometimes yeah. he was able to fight them off, yeah. and sometimes he wasn't. Yeah. And that's the only thing they alluded to. Yeah. at all of that. It's good that you didn't see him actually get um, no. get raped. That, that that's probably it, it, it. Was it was a real a lot of rape? It was a lot. Of <laughs> shit. I, I <laughs> thought it was funny though because he was by that stage he was friends with Red and that gang, and then aren't they sticking up? No for one yeah, really did anything for no. two years. No, until Hadley came in and sorted it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He so, was just like yeah. prime grade A B. No, none of his sisters. mates, like you know, they talk about prison. You know, you need you need friends to survive. None sure. of them were helping him. None at of all. them wanted to touch the sisters. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. I so in the book, the Brooks sequence is one paragraph. Right. So in the book, oh. the Brooks sequence is one paragraph. Like the whole that that whole bit with him leaving the prison is one paragraph. Right. Not. But what about the working in the library? Oh no no no. The, 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 the in the neck. The the end. Oh, yeah, when when he leaves. Okay. You know, I, I'm not oh, supposed yeah. to be here. I'm yeah. going to leave. He goes right? pack some groceries. And, and that's it. Yeah. So that sequence goes for uh, for one paragraph. It's five minutes in the movie, and it is a heartbreaking five yep. minutes. It, it takes you out of the movie and into what would seem like another movie for that five. Minutes. Not in a bad way. Like you are. Yeah. You are absolutely. Heartbroken for this old fella, yeah, who doesn't want to be there. And I really thought when he said, when I first saw it the first time, and he said, "I'm just going to leave," I thought he was going to go kill someone. Yeah, until until obviously you get the power off of the swinging table. But you know, the legs going, oh yeah, shake the chair off. Yeah, yeah, it's. I, but the thing about that too is a really good setup for the later scene when Red, when does, Red does it, right, it there too. and he goes the same room, the same shop, and obviously well, that's the process. And I, I thought that was really, really well done. It sets up the Andy yeah. possibility too. Yes. It just, you go, oh shit, this is suicide, okay. Because he's, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to survive here. I'm, I'm, you know, he's talked yeah. about being conditioned to prison and how the walls have changed him and all of that. So you're thinking he's going down the same road, but Andy given, Andy's given him the out. Yeah, ob- absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and again, I can't talk anymore about the, the denouement, <laughs> the, the, the escape... <laughs> 
He's amazing. Uh, I must say, though, incredible timing. Yeah. So the yeah. day that his mate yeah, yeah, gets yeah. killed, uh, that he finds out that his mate's killed, there's a massive storm Thunder. that's allowing him. It's it's one of these things where it's yeah. lightning in a bottle, yeah. quite yeah. Literally lightning the, the, in a bottle. The, yeah, the, the the stars aligned for that yeah. night. For, yeah, it's going to thunder loud enough that I can bang the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll leave that. Yeah, we'll yep. get to that. Uh, okay, now the bad. Uh, we'll start with you with the bad, G. Take it away. Okay. Well, just talking about that, <laughs> that was um, you got to hope it's a pretty big storm to cover that. Like, I don't know, it's the 60s, so how he knew there was going to be that big a storm, he must have. Maybe they've had big storms before, but he had to think because once he crawls through the hole and goes down the wall, he can't get back up. So if he gets caught inside the system there, in, inside the yeah. prison walls, I don't, he's not getting out. So he had to make sure that was the, you know, there was going to be enough yeah, noise, right? He's so painted into a that's corner. A, yeah. That's a big risk to take. One of many that he took. For, it's yeah. a hefty rock he bashes the pipe with, too. Yeah, Where's that from? Yep. Yep. Big rock. I d- don't know. Mm. don't know where he got that one from. He smuggled that and he's yeah. hanging anus. A couple others. <laughs> after Tommy, after Tommy snaps about stuffing up his exam, yeah, in the scene before he gets shot, him and Red are standing there drinking Coke from glass bottles. Just, I'm, I'm thinking they're probably not going to let you have glass bottles in the in jail, a prison. Yeah, yeah <laughs> not really something. I know it's the '60s, but I'm not really sure they would be letting yeah. people have anything they could make into a sharp implement. No, I wouldn't have thought they could so. stab yeah, or, I or slash someone. So. A bit stabby, yeah, yeah definitely um, a bit stabby. The old Coke bottle, definitely. Uh, Andy didn't really give him much in the way of directions to to the Buxton Fields. He had to do a lot yeah, of work on his own. Yeah, right. So here's was, here's the quote that he told him: "If you ever get out of here, do me a favor. There's a big hayfield up near Buxton. One in particular got a long rock wall with a big oak at the north end, like something out of a Robert Frost poem. Is Red going to know what that is? Uh, it's where I asked my wife to marry me. We've gone for a picnic. We made love under the tree. If you ever get out, find a." Find, find the condom. In the base of that wall, you'll find a rock <laughs> that has no earthly business in a main hayfield, a piece of black volcanic rock. That's all he gives him. Yeah. He goes all the way out into the country yeah. to Buxton and then somehow in all those fields of acres of But fields. I reckon he's I reckon the guy he's gotten in the car with, he's gone, mate, do you know the hayfield with the brock the rock wall and there's a big tree? Maybe. It could, but it could that's be the only thing. Twenty square kilometers. Yeah. What if he'd got out after twenty years and There'd been development, or what <laughs> a tree big something happened. Like he would never have got there. that back to him. True. So there's there's a big leap there. I, yeah. I get it. Yeah. But yeah. It's probably not because it's out in the middle of the yeah. countryside. No one's yeah. going to touch it. But the other one was 19 years. He's been having that plan, and then he wears the wardens. He shines the shoes. Mm. I don't know why he shines them, because he's escaping in them anyway. That was the war- his Randall Stevenson outfit. No, but 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 he he he's escaping in them. But they're in the plastic. They're in the plastic bag. No, he bag. wears them. No, he, d- he wears them back to the cell. Yes. He's not wearing them through the pipe. They're no, in- no, I know that. But I'm saying, why would you Why would you bother shining them, knowing you're going to escape them, and having the fact that the warden might see them or the guard? Because he walked past yeah, the guard. He did, Fair yeah. point. So why, well, why would you bother? I think yeah. it just adds to the uh, Randall Stevenson thing yeah. that he's... Yeah. But Red said, uh, no one looks at a man's shoes. Yeah. I know. But yeah. it's a... Pr- 19 it's a big years. It's a huge risk. 19 years you've been doing this, it's and you go, I'm going to slip these shoes on. I don't have to... I it's don't have a to huge risk. Because they would have still looked... They were the warden's shoes. They would have still looked pretty pretty good. It was a big risk to take. Yeah, it was. Huge. Huge. Anyway, that's me. Damo? Well, um, well, speaking of the shoes, like Andy has to be a size 12 more. M- yeah. A minimum. Yeah. 13. The warden's got to be a nine yeah. and yeah. a half True. tops. Yeah. And the suit. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they fit. No. Um, 
So that's that. Obviously, you know, have you seen there old uh, Johnny Bulls talking about the poster? He's, he's really, how does he stick the poster down? You know how, like, once he gets out of the um, tunnel, well, the poster's still nice and taut. Yeah. Mm. But it's it's pretty simple, really. You remember back in the day, say, when you're 13 or 14, and the Grace Brothers catalogue had come home, you go to the women's undies section. You remember how... Guilt is. Str- how... Whitey's was Target. How, yeah, okay. Or Supre. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damos was super. Yeah, but do you remember how well those pages stuck together? <laughs> yeah, I do. Right? <laughs> uh, just a couple of drops on the wall. That poster is going to stick like a magnet to a fridge. <laughs> so you think he's you think he's belted one out? Yes. He's In, dabbled. He's dabbed the corners. it on the wall, mixed style. He's he's mixed. He's mixed <laughs> on the corners. It. Yeah. And then as he's gone through, it's it's come back in with the wind and bang, <laughs> magnet, magnetized, bang. Yeah, not that's not moving. So that's for you, Johnny Bull. I just Just want to explain how things work in prison. Yeah. And that's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Interesting theory, man. Yeah. Do like you think it. all his photos on the wall were stuck on there with jizz? Probably. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> it's the best glue. It is. Apparently so. <laughs> um. But the warden really didn't like being called obtuse. It's the most incredible statement to get a month in the hole or whatever in the hole for. His reaction to me was like he was in semi-pro and he just got called a jive turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. JT. You're a JT. No no one said the JT word. But, yeah, it was like, geez, mate, you know, was this like the worst word you could possibly be called? Because he was – he just (laughs) – Well, it goes back to the warden's uh, power. You know, he's yeah, like, you are not going to say anything to me. Yeah, so yeah, and he got what, two months. He could have. Yeah, he, he did two months in the hole. He did two months in the hole. Being mm. called obtuse. Mm. What did you say? Fired up big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for bad. Okay, cool. Uh, I, so at the very start of the movie, the prisoners are lining up, and one guy goes, "When do we eat?" <laughs> oh, oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. What an idiot. Uh, Sorry, mate. <laughs> the dumbest person in the planet. Yeah. He gets belted by uh, Hadley straight away. Yeah. But that the funny, you know, and Hadley says to him, "You'll eat when I tell you. You'll piss when I tell you to." Yeah. And later on, when Red goes out, can't and take Red, a piss without oh, giving yeah, a yeah, yeah, And he says, say "And he goes, you don't have to tell me every time you yeah. want to take a piss." He's like, 30 years. Can't, can't do it. a drop." So it's yeah. a great another little little hark yeah, back to the start, it's, right? It's, like it's where a, Hadley says that to him. So, yes, but I was thinking, going, "Shut up, mate. Check Dumb, dumb human being." Yes, really. Right. In the first five minutes of really the movie. Really out of place to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, I've got lice powder. Delousing. Yeah. We'll try it after the show. We'll so see where we go. couple things. Surely they've been deloused before they get to the prison. <laughs> or are the buses that insanitary yeah, that... Uh, no, no, that's what they get when they go into the prison because they've got to check them for any weapons. They do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. They've got to cough. They, cover, they, they, hold they do all that. They do the bend over. <laughs> Um, I just don't they, get the lice powder. I don't get it. I don't. I, I, well, I get it. I get it because it would run rampant if one person had it. It'll yeah, just, for sure. Yeah. I understand that. But like, God, there's there's no care. They just sort of throw like Mate. some guy's got three quarters of it in his butt crack, <laughs> and it's just drifting up. And the sun's on his neck. Well, they, they don't and they're care. wet. They don't uh, care. They're just they're just animals. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They're just inmates. They're not. And they're subhuman. But they just do skin, it. Wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, mate. But I tell you yeah. what, it's a rough first night. You know what? They did that. They wouldn't have done that to John Jay. Oh, no, no way. Mate, no way. He would have they tried. Him down. They yeah. tried. <laughs> John Jay's not copping that. No, John Jay's not copping that. And he had a full head of hair too, John Jay. Yeah. They would used a lot of delousing powder on him. <laughs> they would have had to. They would have had to. Uh, that's all I've got for bad. Uh, I think uh, ugly. Damien. 
It's a, it is a tough one. I'm just trying to. I, the only thing I could really think of was coordinating those hits with the thunderclaps. Yeah, yeah. Like pretty, you know. Yeah, you've just mentioned it in bad, but it's like for me to break through this, I need to hit the thing hard at the exact same time that the thunderclap goes yeah. on. It's like yeah, okay. And, and uh, how many? And obviously, it's a porcelain uh, pipe. Oh, was it? I was it would to have to be. What it, was it would have of. to be an old ceramic pipe. I'm you're assuming. Right, like a yeah a um. Yeah, you got the old sewer yeah, pipe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, that makes sense because I had steel in my head. Andy was in the same cell for 19 years. Oh, with the with the, the corner block. You yeah, know, he had the, he had A one. He, he had the he, he was A one A Beachfront Avenue. Yeah, <laughs> he was, right. but he never got moved. He was the he was the warden's best friend. You know, I think some stage the warden goes, "Yeah, oh, geez, you've been doing you've making me a lot of money. I'm going to put you out into another area. Oh, yeah, like the penthouse you know, with the double front. Like he could have gone somewhere. Yeah, I know. In 19 years, at any stage, massive that that. Plan goes wrong. Yes. Or if someone comes in and puts their hand on the wall in the wrong spot and puts their hand through, yes. yeah. it's all over. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of things a, have to go wrong. Right. There's a few. There's a few things that you, you're hard to be pumping for 19 years, like yep. worried about someone going in and touching your yep. poster. Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, sure. I guess you don't rock the boat. He was he he was making sure he was doing the right job for all that time. Well, it's interesting because you know the warden's very straight and and he's uh, too religious. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but the fact that he left, you know, he didn't pick something that wasn't. Uh, he picked something that, that the warden could potentially take down, right? Not just something that he wouldn't think oh, about. Oh, yeah, because it's a picture of a girl. Got a picture like of a Rita beach, Hayworth got a picture of something. Yeah. Instead, he had a you know a risque picture up there that yeah. that warden said, take that down now, and yeah. he'd been done. That's right, yeah. If you, you're right. If he, if he had a, a psalm or something written there yeah. as a poster, oh, that's fine. He, he was dancing on the minefield there, old uh, he was. Andy Dufresne, and, uh, you know, he was doing all right. Uh, anything else? No, that's it. G-Man? No. Okay, uh, I've got fresh fish. And I'm just going to talk about the whole fresh fish Fat situation. Fat ass. I, I struggle that they would be betting on someone losing the plot. Losing the plot. I get that. They must know what's going to happen if he loses the plot. They must know Hadley's oh, going to come in and kick yeah, his ass, right? Yeah. Well, Hadley kills him on that night, murders yeah, him, right? Yeah. He doesn't live. But I, I think because they've been in there for so long, they are just expecting that the guy's going to break and cry. I don't think they expect that the guys are going to carry on and, and then Hadley's going to come be that bad. Maybe they do know that. But then Fresh Fish, mate, just, just like, okay, you've got there, they've come to see you. Shut the fuck up, mate. But probably a lot of them would not. Hadley would come down, they go, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, I'll shit, just, he's oh, here. Oh, shut, shut up. up. Yep, yep, yep. But he just kept going. And it was like, okay, we'll get out now and we'll beat the shit out of you. To death. Yeah. To death. To death. Yeah. He does that and he does that quite well. And the other thing is, Boggs and the sisters... <laughs> It actually blows me away, and it happens still today, that this that that institu- institutional abuse happens, that people get raped in jail by other men, right? Hey. I, I don't understand how it is allowed to continue to happen. It's obviously been happening forever. Beat the fuck out of them. Uh, don't let them get away with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, or is it fucking Lord of the Flies? Is it just yeah. survival of the I mean, there's too yeah, it is, and there's too many of them. He's on yeah. his own. No one else is helping him. Yeah, but the guards. Like, do you know what I mean? Or is it just like, oh, well, you deserve well, to get I, ass fucked because yeah, you're I in jail? I don't think they want to get involved. Yeah, but they're, like, they're, they're, like they just saw that they've only got to beat one guy to nearly to death, and then it's going to finish. Yeah, but if a guard touches an inmate now, mate, they're the ones up for whatever. You know, you can't. The guards can't rule with an iron fist. They can yell some harsh words at them. That's it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's it then for the good, the bad, the ugly. Well done, gentlemen.
Jamo's quick fire. Quick fire, yeah, okay. So uh, that's not a knife. Oh, hang on. Wax on, wax off. A scene that has passed or scenes that have passed over into pop culture. I'm going to say the one we talked about, the hands in the air, shirt off, out of the sewer pipe. Okay. That's really, really well known. Yep. Get busy living or get busy dying. Yep. I think a lot of people know that. Or most people would know that. I th- yeah, Whitey? Uh, I'm a man who knows how to get things is probably... Yeah. But I think it's it's probably one... I think just the probably the movie, the, the Dana Moore. It's probably the thing that's passed over into popular culture. Yep, but but also just but I I, I use it if I say to people oh, I'm doing something and it's like me building my Shawshank tunnel or do, people know oh well, shit you're on a if you, the word you're Shawshank doing, you're on a mission I, I, I'm doing my Shawshank tunnel right yeah. and I say that a lot if I'm doing some big thing and people everyone knows yeah. what the hell I mean definitely was Shawshank your, was your stage a Shawshank tunnel my stage your stage when you built no, your stage not really but I you know but I remember digging out a tree that had roots everywhere the guys. When I put my back shed in, the bobcat guy said, "Oh, we can't. You'll have to get rid of it." And I said, "You got a bobcat? It was too hard to get to or whatever." So I did it. It took me weeks and weeks and weeks. You couldn't do it now. It was my Shawshank tunnel. I think you're paying the price for that now. <laughs> and and Damien, please, it's not a shed; it's a the dance, dance studio. studio. Yes, okay, that's right. Yes, it got converted. What's um, next? Well, this one is this is going to be very hotly contested. The Philip Stuckey Award for the biggest douche. I think bag. it's a dead heat. I actually well, don't think there's one that's any worse than the other. Okay, who who you got? Well, Boggs. Yep. Warden. Yep, yep. Hadley. Yep. Even the fucking uh, baked bean teeth that's telling the story. Elmo Blatch. Elmo Blatch. 100%. There, uh, there's four there. There's four. I think those four are the ones, it's a dead heat. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I'd, I put Boggs at the top. Oh, well, of course Boggs is at the top. Uh, but but, they, but there's, f- there's four, four very strong contenders. What, Gail, what do you think? Oh, they, well, they're the ones. They're the main yeah. ones you get. Boggs, oh, and Boggs gets his comeuppance. Well, they all Big do, time. I guess, in the end. Yeah. Um, but they're the four worst. But Elmo Blatch was on screen time for one minute. He has done a bloody good job to make you hate him. Yeah, he's bad. That, that, that actor. Yeah. He's... He, d- he looks, he's baked bean teeth yeah. from Seinfeld. Just that laugh, that maniacal laugh. Can't stand ya. Can't stand ya. <laughs> stand ya. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee from Backdraft or the cast of Caddyshack thought they were in a different movie. Gal? I don't think there's anybody really in this. I mean, it's, it's a limited cast. It's set in prison, the whole thing. I don't think there's anybody that's really not got their role in this movie. Nothing. It's all pretty good. The only thing I thought was a bit out of place was... Tommy was it Tommy Williams, the yep, yep. Elvis looking guy. When he cracked the shits after doing his HSC or whatever, his his um his high school diploma. Like he'd finished it and cracked the shits and threw it in the bin. Yeah. I just thought, why? We've all been there. Well he knew how bad he knew how badly he'd done on it. He just thought he, he, average. Average. he yeah. thought he'd see average. He stuffed it because he, yeah, he did all right. I'm trying to remember he was trying to get because his his girlfriend was having a kid yeah, or something that's like right. that. He and, wanted, and he thought this was his chance yeah, to get out. But he after studying and, he and doing it. everything and being pretty switched on and being pretty calm about it to just crack the yeah. shits at exam time. I just thought that was just a bit well, a bit interesting. Okay, so the Olivia Newton John Cartwheel from Greece for poor sporting prowess. I got one. Yeah. So at the start when they're in the yard and Red's throwing the baseball. Oh, yeah. The guy who's throwing it back to him, 
is terrible. I think it was Haywood. Was it Haywood? <laughs> no, it's not Haywood. No, Haywood is throwing it, but there's a little short, sort of Italian-looking oh, guy. Okay, and he's throwing it. He's terrible. He's at like it. throwing it with your left arm. He's, he's one of the, he's one of the overall gang that don't talk in the whole movie. He's one of the secondary. He's one of the secondary mutes. The mutes. Yeah, right. One of the secondary mutes. Uh, we'll go, okay, we'll go with him. Uh, Robot sentries, additional scenes. No, no. I think it. What are we? No. Two hours and more. Two twenty-six. Two twenty. That's enough. The story doesn't like. I mean, you captivated for that whole time. It doesn't need any more or any less. But I don't think get. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else you need no, to know. I agree about with it. that. I reckon this is a tough one. What is Brad Pitt? Oh, uh, it's it's a four way tie here. Oh Jesus! Okay, go for it. Okay, Andy's wife. Yes, at the right. start, she's yes, a great yes, sort. Yes, she is. Rita Hayworth. Yeah, I'd Raquel go. Welch. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. There you go. Mm, I think I'd go Rita. Oh, I think Marilyn would be good fun. <laughs> I think Marilyn would be good fun. Raquel Welch. She'd be good fun too. With the way yeah. Rita flicked her hair back in that movie. Hang yeah. on, wait, wait, wait. This bit. Oh, oh there it is. <laughs> it takes me back to um, uh, Band of Brothers when they're watching the movie and it's like, uh, got a penny when it's Marlene Dietrich, yeah. who's oh, not man. a great sort, but they just love that scene. Got yeah. a penny. And yeah. it's the same thing when she swishes the hair. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Ham, on, on movie night. Yeah. On movie night. What's the ratio of masturbation <laughs> in the prison? Yeah. It's going up a lot, isn't it? They're yeah. all waiting on that one scene. They're all that waiting on that one, one, and I reckon they're all starting to drift off. Yeah. They're all drifting off not long after. Anyway, oh, hey. Hey, well, yep. Let's go back to the room. Yeah, uh, when's lock-up? I, I know this. how this one ends. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It ends um, with, with some more uh, well, photos they, on the wall. They need to make some more glue for yeah. the um, posters. Final one, the look-alike or the morgues alike. Yep. Okay. Well, Hadley's Morgs. Yeah, Hadley is Morg. Clancy Brown yeah. is Morgs. Dufresne no, is Morgs. Yeah. Yep. Dufresne's a good-looking Morgs. Yeah. 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 Same mannerisms, same personality. Yeah. It's very Morgs. The only other one I had, Tommy Williams is Ford Fairlane. He thinks he is. Yes. Yeah. He thinks he is. He runs those big side so chops. Those chops, yeah. yeah. He, I tell you what, he becomes pretty ingrained early, Tommy, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Bit of a ray of sunshine. Yeah, he, he, they like yeah he's, not, he's not quite Andy taking two yeah. years to warm up, is he? No, this is no, it. They're straight into him. Yeah. They're straight into him. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have to fight the fucking well, sisters off. Took Andy, it took Andy two months to say two words. Yeah. And in the, <laughs> in the family guy, <laughs> you know, like Morgan Freeman's narration, it's got like, you know, a, one, a month went by before Andy said two words to somebody, and that somebody was me. And in the family guy, Andy's, I mean, um, dad's just running past him just going, Vagina boob. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Oh my god, <laughs> the Family Guy is so fucking funny. <laughs> I know, so fucking funny. Uh, okay, so we're happy with Hadley and Dufresne as uh, as the morgues. Oh, like. definitely. Yep, and that's it for Quickfire. Okay, well done, Damien. We might slip in one degree of Kurt Russell here, which I don't think there is anything I which I think one, we could yeah. do. I couldn't find one either. No, nothing for that. And I even went deep on this one, doing a demo with the with the uh, composer yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, tough one. Uh, okay, so then we'll go into G's. Listen to this. Take it away, Jimmy. All right, I've already thrown a few at you, so I've only got yeah. two here for you. Oh, but I think they're good ones. Okay, all right. After Andy escapes and the warden wants to find Red uh, because obviously it's his best mate. So he goes, get him out of his cell and get him up here. So they yell out his cell number. Open 237. Oh, well done. 237. Is that the room from The Shining? That's yes. the room from The Shining. Right. Stephen King. Yeah, so that's the Stephen King, the little, the oh, little trademark. Oh, right. 
ways. It's also the same. It's in the movie Stand By Me that the boys have the amount of change, $2.37. It's something he pops into the movies. Very cool. Right. Yeah, so it's a really cool little little yeah, one like in that. there. Um, the other one was that Rob Reiner read Frank Darabont's script and really loved it. Well, it's Castle Rock. It's yes. This is Castle Rock, which is Rob Reiner. Yes, yeah. but he loved it and he offered him $2.5 for the rights to the script so he could direct it. And he wanted Harrison Ford and Tom Cruise yes. to play oh. the roles. No, thank you. Um, but Darabont had a look at it and said, no, I, wanna, I want the chance to do something with this script because I think it's what I've written is really great yeah. so he wanted to do it himself and took a pay cut in order to be able to do that yep. he gave up two and a half million yeah to do well, this well he's probably in the end he's been okay yeah yeah. And what about Castle Rock it would have been great though? when it first came out well, yeah oh, absolutely money wise for it what about Castle Rock though Castle Rock are incredible they, they're, they're the owners of Seinfeld hmm. they are a trillion dillion multi-zillion right. yeah. when Rob Reiner just a legend yeah Damo, you got anything? Oh, yeah, we've said a few before. The only one I'll bring up is um, in the very beginning, the parole hearing with Red, the, the parole board just say, sit. Yes. Have you seen? And then the yes. second one, they say, sit down. And then on the third one, they just say, please sit down. So it was kind of like you got social change that was depicted in six words. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. That's it. Okay, uh, so the opening scene where they where Andy and Red are talking and Red's throwing, we talked about with the vagina boob, vagina boob, yeah, uh, took nine hours to film that scene. So Morgan Freeman had to throw the baseball for nine hours. Jeez. He showed up the next day to work with his arm in a sling. <laughs> so we talked about Frank Darabont. He actually bought the rights. He actually applied through for Stephen King for the rights. Paid five thousand dollars for it. Stephen King never cashed the check actually sent the check back to him and on the back of it wrote, in case you ever need bail money, love Steve. Yeah. <laughs> We've brought that up before, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Good so one. Stephen King, has he's got this bit of a uh, thing about him where he, he loves to give, to, to sometimes to the detriment, loves to sign the rights off to up-and-coming filmmakers for nothing, yeah. for a dollar and stuff. Yeah. And some of it has not quite worked. But some of it has. This is one of the ones which has been a bit wrong. I believe yeah. that Stephen King said this is the best adaptation. This is his favourite one. So this is his favourite. Yeah. So you talked there about the parole hearing and you talked, uh, which is going to slide into this one, the photo of Red is actually a photo of his son, yes. Alphonse. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. pretty cool. And uh, as I said before, like despite the box office, fa- box office failures, they shipped 320,000 rental copies to US video stores, and uh, it, which is not what is normal. Mm-hmm. So it's way above. Yeah. Especially for a movie that tanked, really. And, the it, beca- and it became yeah. the most rented video of 95 and one of the highest grossing video rentals of all time. Mm. And they're paying 100 bucks a copy for that back then, videos. We talked about John Favreau auditioning um, for Fat Ass. <laughs> but uh, it actually, he didn't get it, and it actually made him think, oh, "I'm going to lose some weight." Yep, because he kept going for roles like that. Right? That's like it's time for. We haven't <laughs> spoken about it, but oh my god, are you dying? <laughs> the scene where uh, Andy barricades himself in the office and plays the the opera. Yep, and the and the officer goes off to pinch a loaf. Not in the Stephen King book. So that's an addition from uh, from Frank Darabont. Well, how how it was a novella, right? So yeah, it's it a novella. It wasn't very long. It's like two hundred pages. Yeah, so not not a not yeah. a heap. So I don't know. A lot of this, obviously, Frank Darabont has taken license uh, with. Not much of it. A lot oh, really? of the a lot of it is in the book. Uh, is is from the book and Darabont expanded on a lot of it. Has uh, he? Some of it just just more of expanded the relationships. Uh, and it was funny. We talked about James Cromwell. He was actually 
uh, looked at to play the warden. Oh, which well, he would have been, been pretty He would have been excellent. Yeah. You look at him in LA Confidential, he would have been perfect. They would have sized up excellent. for the suits and the uh, shoes. But instead, he didn't get it, and he cast him as uh, the warden in the Green Mile right. the next year. And we talked about Drake. So Mark Ralston from uh, from Aliens, who plays uh, yep. Drake from Aliens. When he came into the audition, Frank Darab- Darabont stood up and goes, Oh, my God, it's Drake from Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think we all would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it for me. That's enough. Quotables, uh, Damo? Good only for quotables. I do have a couple of quotes. Um, uh, when um, it was Hay- Haywood, this, couldn't you have played, after the um, he played the Italian uh, yeah. opera, couldn't you have played Hank Williams? They broke the door down before I could take requests. Yeah, funny. That was good. Uh, and, but the, uh, and I'm going to give you two quotes here too from Morgan Freeman. Is a tall drink of water with a silver spoon up his ass. Remember when that's when they're taking yep. bets? Then I'm going to do the Morgan Freeman one from um, Family Guy. <laughs> he was a fat drink of water. <laughs> the, the kind of water you get from the bathroom and not the kitchen. <laughs> he was a fat drink of water. Talk about Peter. Peter. Peter, you're too heavy yeah. when he's riding Falcor. <laughs> Fucking hell. And he's got him walk, walking. He's just walking in there with the prison gear. Yeah, it's look, at, look at him. He's a water. fat drink of water. <laughs> the kind of water you get from the bathroom, not the kitchen. <laughs> G-Man. A um, couple here. You know, fat ass. This is another one at him too. He's got more plans than he did in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Hadley to him when he's crying. It's what is your major malfunction, you fat barrel of monkey spunk? <laughs> <laughs> he was ripping him out there, Hadley, wasn't yeah. he? It was line after line. Yeah. Uh, the other one, which comes up quite a lot in our life, which Morgs says to me a lot, is Alexander, dumbass. It's Dumas. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess get busy living or get busy dying. Um, the other one that Hadley said was, "You better be sick or dead in there. I shit you not." Yeah, Hadley had some good lines. He was an asshole. He was. Uh, okay, I've got uh, Andy Dufresne, who crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Andy, this is Andy. Yeah, the funny thing is, on the outside, I was an honest man, straight as an arrow. I had to come to prison to be a crook. Very good. Yeah, That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, this is read again. I'd like to think that the last thing that went through his head, other than that bullet, yeah. was to wonder how the hell Andy Dufresne yep. ever got the best of him. That's right. Yep. yep. Sucked in, Warden. You suck it, Bob Gunton. Yep. You and Jay Moore. Yep. Can fuck off. <laughs> Massive hatred. Is that it, gentlemen? Yep. That's it. Film school for Fwitz. Uh, we've spoken a bit so far about the theme of hope and how it is at the core of this movie the whole way through. And obviously there's a famous quote of hope's a dangerous thing, right? So I thought we could explore five movies where hope is the centrepiece of the storyline or one of the main threads. First one, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain. Oh, haven't spoken about her for no, a while. No, you haven't. Yeah. So that's why she makes the cut here. When Earth becomes uninhabitable in the future, a farmer and ex-NASA pilot, Joseph Cooper, Coop, is tasked yeah. to pilot a spacecraft along with a team of researchers to find a new planet for humans. 
Now, what he doesn't know, and this is a massive spoiler alert, is that there is no future. Like, it's all been a ruse. It's not going to work. They're not going to find anywhere. It's uh, Michael Caine has sort of sent them on a wild goose chase, essentially. But Coop has left his family behind with the hope that he can save the world to make the world a better place for them. And essentially, then Jessica Chastain becomes the saviour of the of yeah. the free world. It's a quality movie. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one to get your head around that. It with, is hard. With, with the time, especially with the time, you know, that planet, yep. that water planet. Yep. And you go, what the hell? Because yeah, every one minute down here is like 10 minutes or is like a year up there. Yeah. It's just, yeah, getting your head around that. And at the end, too, when he's in the bookshelf, it's like, yeah. what the hell is this It was him happened? the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it is, it's very, like, incredible storytelling. Yeah. But it does take a couple of watches to really grasp it. That, and that, even still, you're like, eh. Yeah. No, it's a good movie. Yeah. 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 One thing, though, I need to pick on it is that, uh, so Matthew McConaughey, his name is, is Joseph Cooper. So his surname's Cooper. Nickname's Cooper. His son, played by Casey Affleck, Calls his son Coop. Coop Cooper. Right. Hmm. Coop anyway, Cooper. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of hope for the kid. No. Okay, second movie. I don't know whether you guys would have seen this. It's it's stars John Favreau, directed by John Favreau, Chef. No. So excellent, excellent movie. Uh, a head chef quits his restaurant job and buys a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. John Favreau is this Michelin chef and who has started to slip. Dustin Hoffman is his boss who he's running this uh, restaurant for. And John Favreau wants to push the boundaries and go back to cooking food that inspires him. And But Hoffman just wants him to play the hits, right? Just play your old hits because that's what people are here for. Yeah. And he's, stagnate. he's stagnated, right? He's not doing what he loves. He then gets into a, a beef on Twitter with a with a critic who's uh, played by, um, oh, what's his name, Oliver Platt. Oh, yeah. And they get on this beef and he thinks he's having a one-on-one discussion, doesn't realise it's on Twitter and there's millions of people watching it. Ends up quitting his job. His ex-wife, who's played by Sofia Vergara. <laughs> now, why she be anyone's ex-wife yeah, is beyond me. She convinces him to come to Miami. He finds a food truck. He starts cooking Cuban sandwiches, brings his son on the tr- on the road with him, and they start building this business with this food truck as they travel back from Miami back home. It's an incredible film. It's right. really it's funny. Yep. It's full of heart. It's it's about a father and son reconnecting. Yep. Uh, it is just I watched it actually again the other day. Maybe think about this. And mate, he's his hope that he can reconnect not only with his love of food but his family, yep. especially his son. No, it, that's important. It's I haven't seen Chef the movie, but it's reminding me a lot of the bear. The TV yeah, show. it is a bit. As it, I mean, it just seems like a similar premise that he, he goes from being a Michelin, yeah. or an award-winning chef, or working in these places, going back to working in yeah. the Chicago food shop. There. Not as hardcore as The Bear, though. Well, no, the, yeah. the Bear is a hardcore, yeah. but it is, if you watch all two seasons, it is quite uplifting as it yeah. goes through. Yeah. Okay, third movie, Cool Runnings. Oh, yeah, right. good movie. John Candy and Leon <laughs> star. So when a Jamaican sprinter is disqualified from the Olympic Games... He enlists the help of a dishonoured coach to start the first Jamaican bobsled team. Yep. Now, if this isn't a, uh, a movie about hope, there is none other. No. Nope. Uh, they, they, we all know the story. They get there, they compete, they shit themselves, but they win the hearts and minds, right? Yep. John Candy's incredible in this movie. He's yep. really, really one of his last films. Mm. Uh, but it is a, just a good, fun movie. A lot of laughs. 
uh, and you, you actually do start to get sucked in and, and start to really hope they're going to do something. Yep. You know, it's a bit like watching Eddie the Eagle. But it was good that it wasn't some Hollywood ending where, yeah, that's it. they win. That's it. You know, but it is a bit Hollywood ending because they just are walking it down yeah. the thing. But, but everyone, everyone loves the underdog. Absolutely, like they, you know, absolutely. Trying, trying to you know trying to do their best when when they're way out of their depth. Yeah. Okay, another movie. We are Marshall, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. starring Matthew McConaughey yeah. again and Matthew Fox from Lost Fame, oh, yeah. where he just breathes heavily for six seasons. <sighs> uh, when a plane crash claims the lives of members of the Marshall University football team and some of its fans. The team's new coach and his surviving players try to keep the football program alive. This is a heartbreaking movie. Mm. Uh, obviously, most of the team dies on this in this plane crash. True story. Yeah, and it's about from from the ashes, the hope and and trying to build stuff back and build the team back and build the town back because the town's broken, right? And uh, it's pretty sad, but it's a good movie. It's well worth a watch. Yep. Uh, we are Marshall. G man, you seen it? Um, I don't think so. I'm trying. I'm just looking at it now. I I, I don't think. Right up your alley. You'd yeah, love no, it. I, You'd I, love I, it. I can't remember it. Now I couldn't go this five movies without finishing on probably the greatest movie ever of hope. <laughs> I've got a couple of notables as well. Rocky. Nice. Okay. Small time Philadelphia boxer gets his shot. This movie is the first. It's it's the best movie film in the franchise in terms of a. In terms of a narrative, and I was just watching. Has anyone watched Sly on uh, Netflix yet? The documentary? No, no. no I just uh, saw that was it's out. worth a watch. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, I've never seen a guy have so many busts of himself in his office. Oh, right. Uh, every single uh, Rocky movie, there's a bust of that. Right. Every single Rambo movie, there's a bust. There's statues. It's incredible, right? But this movie, like, talk about underdog story. Is it make you just think that you can achieve anything? You know, from from the humblest of beginnings to eventually becoming the world champ, uh, and you know, I think that whole story goes through one and two because I remember watching one not that long ago, and it, and it's quite slow. You it's know, very slow the, the, to what you think because once you watch the first two, you sort of think that it's all about you know his redemption and getting up. Yeah. There, but uh, it is a great movie for hope. It's for sure. sure is, and it and it, he really encompasses that person it, that's. You know, from from an area that he's not got much going for him, mate, and he and he you know tries to rise above. He gets his shot out of the blue and and tries to you know parlay that. And it, and it actually sort of mirrors his real life. Like he was yep. the underdog, Sylvester Stallone. Not like yeah. how he got that movie made is beyond me. And you know he held out a lot of money for him to star in it. He had to sell his dog, Butkus. He got <laughs> it back though. He got it back when he got money, yeah, but he had to yeah. sell the dog for Cuff money. and Link. He's uh, turtles. turtles. Yeah, Cuff yeah. and Link. Great movie. And and actually, a lot of the um, I got to say, watch Sly because it'll make you be a better father. Because his father, one of the greatest cockheads in the history of dads. So no matter what the three of us do, we're doing it way better than Sylvester Stallone's dad. Fair enough. Right. Notables, super bad. Three teens hoping to get drunk and laid. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and Footloose. Teen hoping the town would just dance. Yep, yeah, right. Just for you, Damo. Yeah. Nice. Good Any movie. thoughts? Bacon Anything sandwich. to add, G-Man? You yes. usually go through and do some stuff here. I do. I thought your number one was going to be another uh, character, Rudy. Oh, well, yes. Uh, that is, that's a feel-good story. We've mentioned yeah. it before. Yep. But, you uh, got busted by Sloan for just sort of maybe not getting it quite right. But, did you know, I, you did. did. I. Yeah, I kept that one. <laughs> that's one of the ones I've hidden from you. Because oh, I, I like to keep your confidence up. Nice. Your nice. confidence player. Nice. Yeah. What, what did I get wrong? Uh, who knows? Sloan's very picky. 
As you saw, did you see on? You sort of seen the uh, Henry Thomas. Uh, yeah, I, come I, back. I Very funny. Put a picture of Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Thank you, Bones. Keep listening. Love you, mate. It doesn't matter. But uh, yes, anyway, so Rudy, that's my one. Excellent. Damo, anything? You're just hoping Let's go to you can walk. Side. Yep. Oh, yeah. Blindside's yep. the other one, yeah. They've been in the uh, they've been in the press a bit of yeah, late know, about like the. It's, uh, it's, not, a bit, true it's not true, yeah. No, it's never adopted them anyway. Yeah. They probably want some of his money. Uh, we have, because of the serious nature, we have given Stan Bush a bit of a wide berth this week, but we shall be back for vacation. I believe Gow's in the rotation. Might be. Gow's up for vacation if you've got time. I know you're travelling. Holiday road. Otherwise, I can do it if you want to pick up after. Yeah, I might have to because I'm right. I'm not back. You're I'm not back until yeah. okay. Whitey will be doing the uh, the vacation uh, kick-ass red song, and I've already got quite a bit of on the load. Chevy wants to drop a load. Right. right. Yeah. Nice. That might be the hook. It may not be. Yeah. Christy Brinkley. Oh yeah. Will definitely mm. get a mention. Dancing, okay. Dancing with the sandwich. So that'll lead us into star of the show. We're here. Oh yeah. Wow, that's quick. Damien, star of the show. The greatest poker face ever, Tim Robbins. Yeah. No idea he was building this or digging this tunnel. No idea what he was doing. His friends didn't know. No one knew. Brilliant. Yeah. And so I just I just liked his closed book sort of character. Yep. So I'm going for Tim. Six foot four, five, whatever yeah. he was. Yeah, three. big five, six, five. Six, tall drink of water. Fat drink of water. Fat drink of water. <laughs> Vagina boob. <laughs> G-Man, who's your star? That's a really good one, and I like Red as well, and I like the... the Are you going to uh, agree here? Is this going to no, be your first no, degree? No, okay. because I think they play their parts really well, and the dynamic between them is so good. But in saying that, all of that comes from Frank Darabont and the story he's done, and the way he tells his story, like we said, you know, even when he says, like, uh, you know, Andy first comes asking for Rita Hayworth, and you know, what do you mean? And then yeah. it goes on for a little bit into the movie where they finally find out he's talking about the poster. Uh, and all those little hitbacks we said about going to take a piss, all those things I think he's done so cleverly, even the quotes, the salvation quote, the one on the, the safe, yeah, all of that all stuff, that he has put this great story together that, and then links it all up to mm. the end. So I, I'm, I'm pumping for him. Yes. Well done. Nice work, Frank. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going Morgan Freeman. I'm going Red. I just love his voice. Yep. So soothing. If you ever can't sleep, maybe just put something on from Morgan Freeman and... It'll help you not off. Yeah, definitely. Very uh, soothing. I think he is, obviously he's the narrator and he's a um, reliable narrator, which is unusual in a lot of the movies that we do. I know that's a bit of a Danism. He loves an un- unreliable narrator. Right. But uh, Morgan Freeman for me. But it could have been, a, I, it, look, Frank Darabont is incredible as a first feature film yeah. to do what he did. But the fact that he backed level. himself, you know, he had, a, he, had, he had money on the line here and he could have got out, but he wanted to do for this. For sure, for sure. So the Shawshank, 1994 is a cracking year, and the Shawshank really, after the amount of time that it has been, sort of stands atop as, as probably one of the great movies of that year. It was an, it was an, easy, an easy re-watch, this one, and it's one that definitely will be, you know, I'll keep watching, because it's one of those movies where you just keep picking away that scab and finding more, right? We're going to move into the rank bank. Got a couple options here for us. Love to hear your uh, your feedback here. Got sisters, mm-hmm. rock hammers, not bad. Men who can get things, shit laden pipes, pinched loaves, 
Anything else? Obtuse Wardens. That's a good one. Obtuse Wardens. Or, or Rock Hammers. Well, rock Hammers, good. Rock Hammers is a good one. Let's go Rock Hammers. It's, it's, it's integral to the movie. Let's yep. go Rock Hammers. I really did like shit laden pipes, but anyway. <laughs> go with Rock Hammers. All right. So, Damo, start with you. How many Rock Hammers are you giving The Shawshank Redemption? It's a great movie. And as I said earlier, probably one of the greatest finales or denouement in any movie ever. But I'll, but still, it's 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 not like doesn't it's not in my top sort of thirty movies or anything. But I do really enjoy it. I'm, I I think it's a brilliant movie. Four point five. Four point five. Wow. Yeah. Not a brilliant movie. Four point five. That's high praise. That's, um, mm. No, it is a brilliant movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's brilliant. G man. We're we're right on. We're at our first agree. Wow! Yeah, I look. This this is such a good movie, and you're right, Whitey. It's you're gonna rewatch it. You're never gonna put this away and say I'm not gonna watch it again. When it comes on, or it's 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 an easy one to watch, even though you know the storyline. I really thoroughly enjoyed rewatching it again, and we'll certainly be doing that in the future. Love the storyline. Love the characters in it. Yeah, it's definitely a four and a half for me. Three from three here, gentlemen. Four point five rock hammers for me as well. I was struggling. I'm thinking is it's it's not an eight out of ten movie. It's even probably not an. I was thinking four point two five. It's not an eight and a half out of ten. It's a nine out of ten movie. Every day. Yeah, it's yeah. a nine out of ten movie. This is right in the top shelf. It's in the. It'd be in my top twenty movies. I think of all time. Uh, it's not in my top ten, but it's it's definitely in the next ten. Thoroughly enjoy it, which is a bit scary to say when you're talking about a prison movie with uh, ass rape and uh, yeah, a lot of it. A lot of ass rape. <laughs> Well, implied. You, implied you know, ass rape. Yeah. Look, it's implied. It's not in, it's not in your face ass rape. Too, no, too it's nothing rape. worse. I think there's nothing worse than a bit of in your in your face ass rape. I'm glad it's not in my face. No. It's, no, it's not. He had a bit in his mouth too. Yes, I know. Yeah. But you've got to be careful because if you stick stuff into the brain. It can bite down. It can bite down. And they have needed. Uh, yes. You know. Uh, Whatever. To claw it open. Jaws of life. The jaws of life. D ah D man G man D man's not here. He didn't make it today. D man G man, where's that going to put? Uh, what movie we're we doing? G man, where's that going to put the Shawshank Redemption okay. in the rank bank? At four point four point five rock hammers, that's going to put it equal with four point five flux capacitors. Back to the future. Back yeah. to the future. It's going to be equal with four point five flamethrowers for the thing. Oh. It is equal 4.5 fava beans for Silence of the Lambs. Right. Wow. So that is into equal eighth place. Wow. Oh, sorry, sorry, equal tenth. Equal tenth. tenth. Right. Wow. So, yeah, high praise. Uh, it's right below three billboards, Warrior, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, God. And just above, Big Trouble in Little China, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Top Gun Maverick. Jeez, Big Trouble. Yeah. Big Trouble. Big Trouble down. Well, it's going to slide down, Big Trouble, which is unfortunate. It's going, to, yeah. it's going to be. It's number one in my heart. Top Gun Maverick was our number one for quite a long time. It's now down into 15th spot. Sheesh. Yeah. And right below that, unfortunately, is First Blood. Ooh. Yeah, look. That, oh, there's, still, there's still a lot of unpacking around <laughs> that. It's, uh, it's not ideal that First Blood is that low. Nope. I've got to say, because it is a, it's a really good fucking film. Yeah, it is a great film. That's Dan again. Right, yeah. and again. Yeah. But yes, this is definitely into a, into our top 10 or equal top 10. If you loved this one, what are you going to love? Damo. Star Trek 6, 
the undiscovered country. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Captain Kirk and McCoy are falsely <laughs> sentenced to prison for the assassination of the Klingon ambassador when they're trying to actually become, you know, friends. Um, so they're sent to this uh, prison planet, old uh, Kirky. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and they escape. Really? So it's a prison movie. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, a bit of it anyway. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah. G-Man. Um, I've got two quick ones here. One is Steve McQueen, Dustin Hoffman. Get movies. fucked. Have you got Papillon? Papillon. Oh, my God. That's what I've got. No way. Uh, yeah, but very similar. I mean, two guys in prison become very good friends, plan to escape over the things that happen to them in prison. Steve McQueen's awesome in this movie. Yeah, so is Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. It's, it's a great, great movie, Papillon. Yeah. It was remade in 2017 with Charlie Hunnam. It's terrible. Yeah, never going to watch it. Never going to watch Go it. back and watch the 1973 original. It is quality. And if you're into Steve McQueen, go and watch The Great Escape. Fantastic movie. Oh, yeah. Which, yet again, similar movie about escape. Well, not similar, but, you know, escaping yeah. from prison. The other one I had was the original Escape from Alcatraz, Clint Eastwood. Great movie. Um, fantastic movie. Again, you know, a storyline centering around a long-term plan to escape and no one have ever done that from Alcatraz. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, they're my two. Okay, well, I had Pappy on, but I've got another one here in, just in the chamber. Uh, it's another old one. 1967, Paul Newman, Cool Hand Luke. Oh, oh great yeah. movie. Great movie. A laid-back southern man is sentenced to two years in rural prison but refuses to conform. Now, the egg sequence where he mm-hmm. eats like 54 eggs or something, yep. he actually did that. I don't know how he's ever done a solid shit ever again. Yeah, that's some solid egg eating. Cool hand. What we have here yeah, is failure to communicate in Guns and Roses. Civil um, War. Civil, yeah. Very, very famous line. Yes. Yep. Yep. Great movie. Two, actually, three really good movies there. Um, well, two really good movies and <laughs> the undiscovered country. Well, Star Trek Six. Star Trek Six. I mean, well, you got to watch it. Cool. The, well, in saying that, all the bad. even, all the even Star Treks are the known to be the better movies. Yeah, it's, it's the odds yeah, that you've got to be careful it, of. Yeah. No, it, it's a good one. Six. It's yeah. the last one. The Thank last God voyage Thank God for that. Kirky and Spocky. Is it like Police Academy 6 back in training? <laughs> yes. Something along those lines? <laughs> yep. God, I hope not. Kim Cattrall's in it. In Undiscovered Country? Yeah, yeah. She's a bad Vulcan. Really? Yep. She's double, a great Double-crossing Vulcan. She's probably hot off. She would have been hot off um, Mannequin. Yep. Yeah. That time. Yeah. Or Porky's. Let them think we're crazy. <laughs> what do they know? Gents, well done. That's it. We're done. And we look forward to next week. We sort of gave it away when we talked about kick-ass credit. National Lampoon's Vacation mm. will be what is on the block for next week. And it will be the three of us. The Griswolds. The Griswolds. The original. In the family truckster. Yep. Good it's, old Clark. Mate, th- this is going to be quite funny because in the, I guess in the 2023 realm, there's a bit to talk about with uh, with National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, you know, animal lovers won't like it. Dog killer! <laughs> Mate, uh, you know, lovers of the elderly won't like it. Yeah, put it on the roof. Um, you know, haters of husbands trying to fondle with their wives at every chance they get won't like it. Yep. And there's some, i got to say, there's some questionable behaviour by Clark the oh, whole way through. Come off it. Very questionable. Is that, there's it's a, 83. There is an on-the-road attempted blowjob with the kids in the back seat, which we will unpack. What about when he's eating the sandwich in the park? Oh my god, slapping it on his face, <laughs> dancing with that slapping sandwich. Slapping it on his face, <laughs> my favourite. That's my favourite bit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Clark, the dog's peeing on the sandwiches. <laughs> anyway, we're going to give too much away, but it's a quality, quality eighties comedy. National Lampoon's Vacation. For now, I think that's it, boys. That's it. 
Well, what was wrong with your voice then? I don't know. That's it. Getting excited about wow. the fire hose shower. That's amazing. <laughs> Get ready for a delousing. Uh, that's it, gentlemen. And uh, until next week, it's bye for now. Jeez. See ya. That's it. That's it. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.